I'm James. I'm Dan. Where are we from today? We are from the House of Abraham. Oh, the House of Abraham. That's a very spiritual place, right? Yes, I assume so. Full of spirits. Full of spirits. And we'd like to thank, obviously, Abraham. Right. You know who I really want to thank? I I was surprised that House of Abraham was named after its proprietor, Abraham, but okay. Right. Um, It's not the Abraham. That's true. I don't think. I don't think so. No, there's somebody, but Abraham has been very nice, but really I think it's been James. Oh. The serving boy. Ah, well. Who's who's, uh, really been been quite uh, helpful. He's a young lad. He is. He is. He's a thin lad, I, I, and has no resemblance to me. Though he is apparently, uh, he's carefree when it comes to the world, his worldview, based on uh, based on that. So, that's very yes. That's not a coincidence. No, that's that's. You, true. Now you're lawful. I feel like I am. I think you're. I think you're. Well, we talked about this before. I'm. <laughs> I'm I think neutral I'm lawful, or lawful neutral. Lawful good. That's where I. I'm lawful neutral with good tendencies. With good tendencies. I'd like to think. Well, right. everyone thinks that, right? Others would say, well, you're actually lawful neutral with evil tendencies. Well, I think uh, like the class we're going to talk about, you may not have a choice. Based on your profession, you may have to take a certain alignment. And that's right. But not later, right? Later editions, you could. I, possibly. Think, well, who knows? Well, we, we don't know. Why would you even bring that up? This is not all things considered. What's happened to me? That's right. You uh, and of course, Abraham, you suggested that we, uh, and I guess, is that Abraham's? That might be a picture. Of the house of Abraham. And it probably is, yeah. There it is, the house of Abraham. Um, I don't know where James is. You're not in there, but that's he's, from... Well, he's the stable boy. He's in the stable. You're a serving boy. Oh, serving boy. Excuse serving me. boy. Oh, okay. you're moving up in the world. I, I'd like to. You don't, have to, you don't have to sleep in the hayloft anymore. That's right, anymore. in the hayloft and with shoveling crap. I like that. From uh, Assassin's Knot. Have you run Assassin's Knot? I've run part of it. I've run L1 uh, a number of times. Bonehead, yeah. And, well, we'll talk about that. Okay. That's, and the reason we bring that up is because today is we're going to talk about assassins. Starting at probably, what, around 10, 20? Probably around 3 p.m. our time. <laughs> um, but uh, we do have a lot of things to go over. So we're going to talk about assassins and we're going to talk about L2 and, uh, as because, you know, um, it, it did have uh, made assassins a prominent feature of that. And we're talking about the assassin bug, aren't we? Oh, welcome. Hey, hello. Hello to our dear friend, um, to Max, one of the our... The Goblin Kids are The Goblin Kids. Hey, I, I get that. I totally get that. Hold on. We, we must call him by his proper thing. The Governor Most Stupendous, Puissance Lord, the August Champion of Quebec City. So that would be, it would be the Goblin. It would be like the princes and the uh, princesses. That's right. Right. So, the kids. Don't they sleep in? I don't know. But to next, well, for us, tomorrow they'll sleep in because it's an hour back. We were having some questions of one of our guests, you know, because daylight savings throughout the world is kind of jacked up. So some people have already executed the oh, daylight savings. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's changing? Tomorrow it's changing. Right, you thanks. live in a state of constant just surprise, isn't it? It, it is an endless surprise. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it keeps life interesting. Ah, yes. And, of course, our dear friend who wasn't available last week, the Chamberlain, his gust potency, Archduke, the shrewd guardian of Australia, has just joined us. Good evening, sir. Uh, it's good to see you back. I hope you're doing well. And he uh, gave us some 
things that he wanted us to talk about, I'm sure he'll chime in as well, which is always well appreciated. You know, we're very fortunate we've got some really great uh, folks out there. No, no, and thank you for your comments um, <laughs> as far as, uh, you know, the, the value. I, I think the apex, when they look at our show in an arc, yeah. when, when we were eating cereal uh, live, pretty much... I don't know where you go from. I totally jumped the shark. I'm not sure if we jumped the shark. I think that will be the the pinnacle of that. There, I'm sure there will be a jump the shark moment. Probably when we don't know that we say we've been from the house of Abraham 35 times because we run out of places right. to go. But at this point, um, well, I think that was the pinnacle. Well, I'm just looking forward to a Twitter poll that that we do that isn't a tie. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> it, it, it may it increases the chance of a tie when you only have three voters. Yes, that's right. <laughs> One of whom was me. Well, the problem. Did you vote? No, I did not vote. Ah, uh, I don't think I can vote on my own poll. I could I have to accept my other account to do that. So. Oh, oh, okay. So really, yeah, that was uh, next time. If you do vote and there's two votes already, you should vote for one of them, even though that's not the one you want to vote right, for, of just so that we could happen. Yeah. Well, hello everyone. Yes, it's good to see uh, all. Th- I mean, this is amazing. We have people from Canada, Australia. We have from Sweden, from Japan. So uh, good evening, good morning, good all to those in the internet land. So. Uh, we first want to announce, again, GrogCon 2020, never too early to think about that. That's um, we're, A lot of the folks who came last year are already saying, ask us what we're going to do for this year. Mm-hmm. So if you have ideas or thoughts about GrogCon 2020, info at GrogCon. That's info at GrogCon.com. And I already have it. I, I, I mentioned I think we should have a massive incomprehensible death segment run by Carlos Lies. He just like, He just murders everyone. Yeah, it would be like 20, like, like unlimited amount. Or maybe right. up to like 20. Right. And yeah, and just basically, it's the last one standing. Right. It's just, just like as as Modius or something. He just know? mows them down. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I, I for me, I think it would be great, but I'm not sure the people would be happy about it. <laughs> I'm gonna it. be a thief hiding in shadows, right? I'm already thinking of strategy. That's right. Well, that's good. Don't be the fighter. No, don't be the fighter, especially <laughs> against Asmodeus. That would probably not be. Don't be anything against Asmodeus. Well, the last one standing. Well, Maybe he announces, you know. You like a battle the, you, royale, that would basically is what you're looking at. With one on 20. Right, right, one on 20, yeah, exactly. I mean, right, it's not like, you know, a free-for-all. Yeah. That's, it uh, could turn into that. That's right. Well, if they were smart, the all 20 that's would right. gang up. The thief, no, the thief would be backstabbing. Asmodian. No, 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 he's oh. backstabbing the other, because if it's the last one standing. I got you. He's going around backstabbing a bunch of people. Right. He's helping. Right. Oh, there could be some. See, there could be some real strategy. Well, you, I think you need. We need to think about that. Anyway, those are the ideas. Or if you don't like that idea, please give us something else because uh, you know mm-hmm. we tend to roll with what we think about sometimes. So, all right, let's uh, let's thank our patrons. We have two new patrons again. Uh, Brian, who has uh, signed up at the gold tier, so congratulations oh. to wow. to Brian. Oh, so thank. Tier. Huh? Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, so that means he has, uh, you know, Dan and I were like, he has uh, opened up um, an online play session. So we're going to have to think about that, get with him and get with some of our other friends and have an online play session where you and I either DM or I DM or you DM. So I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yes, we will do that. Uh, we're going to do that next uh, few weeks, hopefully. And uh, Rob Ritchie, who is our dear friend uh, locally, who has said he failed to save and now is a patron. At the uh, silver level. So thank you, Rob. And he, uh, part of his rationale was he wanted to join the Grog Empire, which is your favorite part. It is. It is the part to bestow a title. We're we're doing that now. We are doing that right now. We are bestowing 
uh, Rob Ritchie his title. Oh, this is great. I hope it's a good one. I hope we don't have any repeat stuff. Uh, well, the, the odds are we shouldn't have another Chamberlain at this point. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we are starting with, so it looks like this is 15 here. That's four, right. Four. So 15. We divide this by two. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Seven. Oh, Chamberlain. You've got to be kidding I'm me. I'm not kidding. Are you sure? Three, six, seven. It is Chamberlain. Gosh. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> now when we say Chamberlain, That's no one's going to know who we're talking about. Yeah, the all room of, if, if we convene the Grog Empire, yeah. and we go, Chamberlain, half they're the room going to turn around. This could be a lot of, Chamberlain, you need to invade. That's Four right. people get up and That's, leave. No, no, wait. <laughs> wait, not you, just him. Oh, it's Very terrible. confusing. I don't we like can't it. even run our own empire. That's right. That, it's, it's diminishing the, 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 the ability of well, it. Well, maybe he'll get a cool other title, too, right. in here, and we'll use that At one. At some point, it's going to be like the. It's just we're not even going to say it anymore. Right. Because everyone's a chamberlain. And he could have been, there's like overlord. Right. We don't have an overlord, do no. we? Guildmaster. That sounds amazing. Doesn't we, that sounds well, great? Well, but we live by the dice rule. The dice giveth. Oh, lady protector. I like that. Or lord protector. What we should do is randomly roll one of these and then make Carlos run it, like, write a module oh, based on that. I got you. you. Know? Okay. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Nice. Out of your way. Three. One, two, three. Ever. The Chamberlain ever. The Chamberlain. Now, is it most ever? ever I don't understand that parenthesis. Yeah, I'm going to well. go with most ever. Let's try that. Chamberlain most ever. All right. Now it's a straight up 30. All right. Too glad I got that die. Oh, okay. Diamond rice rolling. 11. Okay, so that would be 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. Incomparable. Incomparable. I like that. That's a oh, new one. Incomparable. Yeah, keep going. Chamberlain. Chamberlain, most ever incomparable. What's the next one? D30 again? Yeah. yeah. Like Is it that. his most ever? I guess yeah. we could look at his. We could, yeah, we can do whatever we want. 20. I think it's sort of... I, that's Cha The Chamberlain, his most ever incomparable. I agree with that. Because I think maybe it is. We should actually read this. Oh, look at this. Words and parentheses are optional or should only be used when it sounds right to do so. Ah. I could have read this, of course, which I didn't. No. That's All right. 20? 20, 20 yes. Honor. Honor. His, his most ever incomparable honor. All right. Now 15. 15. I don't, I don't know how that honor goes. 30. That's oh, oh, the last one. Oh, no. 50, oh, I'm sorry. Got you right. Prince. Honor. So it would be honorable prince, I would assume. Oh, so he's just a prince. Honorable Prince, yeah. Incomparable Honorable Prince. Chamberlain, his most ever incomparable. incomparable honorable Prince. Okay. Uh, oh. We got the D60 deal. Yeah. 14, uh, first 14. Honorable. Yeah, can't have, can we have double honorable? No, honorable? I think, I'm sure the rules say here, you know, that you're going to consult, choose one from each column, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No, I, I don't think that makes any sense. The honorable, the honorable, that's redundant. Then he would just be the redundant if we were going to do that. So let's do that again. Oh. Let's do, do you want that? Let me reroll. Let's reroll. 24. Okay. So, so that would be 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24. Astounding. Astounding. Honorable Prince, the astounding. And you know what's not? Is it outstanding? Oh, I'm astound? sorry. Oh, where is it? Astounding. No, astounding. Astounding, yes. Astounding. Yes. You know what's interesting about this is how this really does seem to describe yeah. the, the actual person. It does. It's, it always it's works like, out that way. It's like a tarot or, um, mm -hmm. you know, it just it's always finds its place. 
Now this could be the good one. Come on. Come on. This is yeah. This is this is the column seven. Thirteen. Immolator. Oh wow. Should we read? Is that? We got it. We got to go with the dice. All right. Unless you're right. No, you're right. What's wrong with me? You're, are you feeling okay? I know. It's that Ricola you gave me. <laughs> Is it Ricola or Ricola? We don't know. We need to do a poll. Some, yeah, we need to do a poll. All right. Well, poll. when they sing it, don't they go, Ricola? Ricola. They don't go, Ricola. But they may be doing this for our benefit. Well, maybe when you sing it, it sounds that way, but not otherwise. All right, so this is a... Uh... Oh, hold on. Oh, what's going on? Hold on. We got, we got something from the Grog Line. Oh, he... Someone's contacted the Grog Line? Someone's trying to contact the Grog Line. Hold on. Everyone, yeah, sit tight. All right. Second time ever. All right, this is good. This is good. We need a rotary phone here for the goggle line. <laughs> That's right. We do need something. <laughs> is it ringing? Hold on. Hear it ringing? All right. Uh, you can use a cell phone in one E. Apparently What's you wrong can. With you? Apparently you can. I, I made an exception for the die 30 because it's useful. Uh, oh, voicemail. I'm watching your show trying to get through on the goggle line. We're currently, you are currently, I would like to. Oh, he wants to. Uh, this is Brian, our other patron. I'm sorry, Brian. Okay, cool. Gold member, you need to answer that phone. That's I put an email when right? I sent it for my patron. For some reason, I've not gone. Appalachia, Center, West Virginia. You got it, sir. Uh, you are good to go. I apologize. I'm not sure why it didn't ring, but uh, Brian, we, we got you set up. So let me let's finish up with. Uh, uh, let me let's finish up with Rob, our dear friend, and then, uh, and then that we'll would be the Chamberlain. Oh, very good. The Chamberlain. Well, that's. Oh easy. wait, no, he hasn't been bestowed yet. That's correct. We're not done. We're not that done. Correct. Yet. Okay, so. Uh, where do I pick up? This at? is where I need to start paying the production. He needs to drop out of school so I can he can handle all this. Doesn't don't you realize this is his future? Right, his future is, <laughs> is to not go to school, but to, to do, do these things. I feel we're about to get crazy wealthy really soon. Yes, with a patron uptick, don't you think? Yes, soon we'll be able to quit our full time uh -huh. jobs and just do this. No, yeah. no, we will not be able to unless our wives are going to just support us, which I don't see that happening. So. Uh, let us bestow to our dear friend, Rob Ritchie. He is the Chamberlain, his most ever incomparable. Honorable Prince, the astounding emulator of Brandywine. Congratulations. Okay, you know what I'm feeling here? Astounding emulator. I like that. Doesn't that sound good? He's yeah. the astounding emulator. Right, as opposed to some of our other emulators, which was the irresistible emulator. <laughs> which, is, which is Carlos come Lysing. Give, come give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> This one, he's just very proficient at it. Uh, That's it's burn, isn't it? To emulate, yes, to burn, it's to burn things. That's right. There's a lot of there's a lot of burning going on here. The astounding emulator. All right, so thank. So I'm, I'm again. Thank you. Uh, let me just text uh, Brian and let him know that. Or the honorable prince. It depends. Sometimes I'd feel like you know. Right. Well, he's he, it's, he says he's his personality. He has mood swings. I, well, I, we we've we've played with him. We have, and sometimes he's the honorable prince, and sometimes he's the astounding emulator. All right. Okay. So oh, I, that's right. Why did I put this away? No, we don't need to put it away. This is incredible. Is this the first time we've ever had? No, we've two? never had two. This is wow. awesome. This really is a signal. So again, fortunately, the grog glide sort of worked. I'm not sure why it went right to voicemail, but you know, there's a lot of things I don't understand. This, you know, you know what the uptick in patrons was a result of? What the cereal? Uh, the the booberry bump. Oh well, the boo <laughs> there is a booberry bump. <laughs> the booberry bump. Ah yes, yes, that's right, Fiend Fuller. We, in fact, we have uh, 
matching fiend folios, sir. So let's uh, let's write. Mine. Yeah. Well, yours still has. Uh, does yours have the KB logo on it? Or did what's, we take what? What's the KB? Oh, logo? I got rid of that one. That was the one that had the. K um, I had one that from from our dear friend that we finally that I finally got rid of. Uh, he had, had KB still had the KB sticker. What on he it. got rid of it. I sold it. You I, sold a fiend folio. I, I, how many fiend folios do I need? People have like twenty. No, I don't. How much need did 20. you get for it? Can you tell us? Uh, I got about fifteen bucks for it. I wasn't trying to be ridiculous. No, you're very nice. You're very nice. No, mine. I got. I'm still. I would like to give mine away. I'm still looking for Eric Bentley. Yeah, Eric Bentley at nine six two eight three one five. Are you allowed to say his phone number? It doesn't have an area code. Oh, true. Well, if you're Eric Bentley, we still we're still working on it. And uh, I did update our totals for number of books uh, rest returned back in our um, Restore Hope. Campaign for Restore Book Hope campaign? Yeah. What, we're it? at zero. We're at zero. Yeah, yeah. We're still at zero. The good news is we're not going down. No. <laughs> we're not collecting more books now and taking them away from people. <laughs> we haven't gone to a store and seen them and grabbed them from people. All okay. right. Are we going to get in trouble for me doing that phone number? Now you got me nervous. No. You know, I, 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 think nervous. I think you're nervous. I think you're fine. All right. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's do it. So. Let me get these out of here. Okay. Right? Which you don't need. Uh, yeah. I don't these dice are so big. Yeah, they're good. Wow. All right, so the first one is first the... This should be good. 21. 21? Wait, no, we're doing 15. Yeah, right. so you divide by 2. It's oh, I'm sorry. 10 and a half. I'm sorry. So what is that? Do we round up? Yeah, it's, no, it's 11. 14, 14, 13, 12, 11. Captain General. Oh, 11. The ca the cap 15, 14, 13, 12. The Captain General. The Captain General. Okay, good. I like this. Hold on. Uh, voicemail. He's, he just... He, I don't know why this is going straight to voicemail. Hey, if you're watching, just... Um, hey, you've reached the grog line. Yeah, it's basically... Hey, if you're watching, just get on the chat. You're currently rolling the title. I uh, yeah, got that, yep. And You could call him. I could call. I, I tried. It's Reverse grog If line. you'd like to call me, not, not ringing my number, right? All right, looking... For, oh, talk. All right, let's see. Let's see what happens. We'll try to call him. Why do that? Yeah, got it. Let's do it. Is this the Captain General? Better use his title. He's a cool member. Let's see if it works. 202, is that DC? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Let's see what happens. This is compelling stuff. I think stuff. 202 is DC. That's what I'm going to say. Maryland, DC area. Hello? Hello, is this Brian? Yes. Hey, Brian, this is James. Hold on. Let me put you on speakerphone. With your permission. With your, oh, All yeah. right. Oh, you're, you're being recorded now. Is that okay? You're on, you're on live. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Hey, well, welcome to Grog Talk. Uh, this is James. This is and Dan. How are you? Hey, how are you, Brian? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing well. Nice to speak with you. Good, good. So, yeah, thank you for calling in, and we apologize uh, we didn't hear you, but we're, you know, thank you for letting us know you want to be bestowed the title. Uh, so why don't you let our folks know what uh, area you're claiming for the Grog Empire? Uh, all of Appalachia. Okay. Centered in West Virginia. All right, very good. So uh, right now we have just started the rolling. Uh, you know, the dice do not lie, and they have currently bestowed you to be the... Uh, Captain General. Captain General. So you are the Captain General. All right, let's keep doing this. You know why we had trouble with the grog line? What? Is, it's just we're not used to it raining. Right, it's, it's been dormant. It's been, <laughs> it's been fallow for... for right, technical difficulties. Yes, yeah. you've reached the grog line. We will be experiencing technical difficulties. That's right. It's been that way for... All Six operators months. are busy. Please stay on the line. <laughs> Due to overwhelming <laughs> amount of calls. Yes, if someone else calls now, I don't know what we would do. Your wait time is four months. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, thank you. How did you hear about us, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, just through YouTube. I was searching for 1E material, 
And several uh, months back, I came across um, one of your episodes, and I started watching back. I went back. It might have been like episode four or five. Oh, but then I went back and started watching um, Blade and Pixie and some of those uh, <laughs> misadventures. Oh, yeah. And I've, been, I've been watching ever since. Ah, uh, thank you. So, well, we, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, mis- misadventures. I take that personally. Well, they are misadventures. I was, ter- <laughs> I was terrible. And you know what? I still have. I still still have an episode I haven't put out yet. Oh gosh, I, no. can I, I pay you? No, I'm gonna put. To? I, I have a podcast. I'm gonna I, now because of Brian bringing that up. I'm gonna bring that as a Patreon special. I'm gonna put it out there for the patrons to watch. Can you delete the one where I kept? What is that? How do you pronounce it? Sith scythe. Scythe. Yeah, we kept hitting the scythe trap. Where I kept hitting the scythe trap. No. That, yeah, but now I understand why you bring chalk. That's right, you bring chalk. Victor so taught me that. That's exactly. why you, you didn't have chalk. Yeah, well, you know. You mark trap mark, here. Trap. That's right. And then they clean it off. Or you can kind of remember that's there, exactly. Well, so. that's why the chalk is, you know. Well, right. very good. Let's keep going here. Let's so do it. Right now, uh, Brian is currently the Captain General. Yes. Um, Thir- 30. 30, yeah. Right. His, that's right, his 15. Astonishing. Ah, his astonishing. Nice. Astonishing. And you can put, right, his astonishing. Okay, the Captain General, his astonishing. His astonishing, yeah. All right, now 30. Die 30. 30. 23. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24. You said 23? 23. Highness. Highness. His astonishing highness. Wow. Well, he has control of all of Appalachia. That makes sense. Right? He's about to. Oh. Oh. This dice is a little. 30. Perfect. Oh, so that's the last one. Uh, Prince. Prince. His highness Prince. Nice. All okay. right. Now we got another uh, oh. 60, right? Oh, this yeah. This is the 60 deal. 60. Uh, so it's three from the bottom. Yeah. Usur- usurper. Usurper. Wow. That's a great thing. The thing. Prince Usurper. Prince Usurper. You've like, you, you've taken, someone else was trying to claim. U.S. The, Gla- the Appalachia for Grog, and you usurped them. Usurper. U.S. 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 Usurper. U.S. U.R. U.R. P.E.R. Thank you. All right, and this is the best one. That's right, Usurper. This is the best one. Hey, look, the last one is uh, Scythe. Did you say Scythe? Uh, Scythe? Not. 27. Light of. Light of Appalachia. The Usurper Light he's of the, Appalachia. He's the Light of Appalachia. The, sir, Brian, you are the Light of Appalachia. Congratulations. Do you think he has that? Oh, type? great. That's wonderful. All right, so let me, so... Uh, Do you think this is like Greenland? Do you think he has that title because he's, he's actually lawful evil, but he wants everyone there to think he's, he's like, hey, I'm good or something? I don't know. Uh, you know, that he will have to rule that app. Uh, That's up to him. Brian, what's your alignment in real life? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, in real life, I'm probably chaotic good. However, <laughs> I love playing the monk, and so as the... Uh, Captain General and Usurper, I think I might be the lawful evil monk of Appalachia. Oh, well. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. We've got a monk. You we, could, we should have people pick. You know, Brian brings up a good point. Right. People should select their race and class, don't you think? Because we just assume everyone is, what, a male fighter? Right. How biased of us. Well, we are, that is biased. And this, it, we are role-playing. It could be a gnome illusionist. Right. So, actually, um, <laughs> so, no, they would not be a gnome illusionist. It's possible. Can I 
They would throw themselves off the mountains of Appalachia or, or throw themselves into mines or whatever other things they would do there. It's terrible. They would not do that. Well, before we, uh, uh, Brian, let, let, we need to bestow the title on you. So congratulations. I, we here, uh, Dan and I, the uh, kings of the lords of the Grog Empire, bestow upon Brian, the Captain General, His Astonishing Highness. Prince Usurper Light of Appalachia. Congratulations, Brian. Thank you so much for that. And uh, may your reign be as malevolent and lawful as you'd like it to be. So, Great. Thank you very much, gentlemen. So he can, very, very good. Very good. So he can send the troops out now. Right. Okay. Well, he's usurping. He's, so he can start. Absolutely, right now. <laughs> All right. And he's not a chamberlain. So we, we, when we talk to him, it's usurper, and we don't have to, he doesn't have to be confused. So, Brian, thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. And anytime you want to call, just give us a call. I sure will. Uh, I appreciate all that you do, gentlemen. It's been very helpful in my game. Oh, one, yeah. I will. Oh, is he running a game? He's running a game. You're running a 1E game? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, once a month, we play at a small shop close to my home. And it's the first Saturday of the month that we play. So today, we're playing. And then I've started another campaign that I have connected with, uh, with a few of my friends on Skype. And we play uh, whenever we can with that one. Okay. And time, yeah, time is limited. And, but uh, I look forward to the face-to-face, once-a-month Saturday game. And, and I'm geared up for today. Brian, did you come back? Have you been playing continuously, or did you, like a lot of us, take a long hiatus and then come back to first edition? A very long hiatus. I think I played from pretty much 1982 to 1985, almost every day, nonstop. (laughs) Uh, You know, I was, was, uh, you know, 12, 13 years old then, and then took maybe a 32-year or so hiatus, my sons were watching Big Bang Theory. They played Dungeons and Dragons in that game, or excuse me, in that um, TV show, and so they asked me to learn how to play. So I dug out all my books, and I found out I didn't have my monster manual. I'd lent it out years ago and never got it back. So I went to the bookstore thinking, yeah, I can just buy a monster manual. Well, it turns out they had all kinds, but to my horror, they were nothing but fifth edition, and I didn't understand any of it. Luckily, I came across a second edition monsters manual, yep. and I purchased it because I understood it. And we be, uh, we began playing from there. And I've been writing, and uh, I've probably written maybe two dozen plus. Uh, one shots. Nice. And now I'm working on a campaign. Oh. Well, let's, yeah, that's awesome. Well, perhaps, uh, you know, like I said, we do owe you an online session. Do you have Skype available at some point or through your computer? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, good. So, like I said, as part of your tier, you get to play with us should you want to. So we'll have to call, we'll have to email, email us at Info and Grogton and we'll get that set up and some of our usual suspects will probably join us on that. We were just talking about that. So, Brian, thank you again. I know you're getting ready for your game, and we've got uh, a bunch of things to do. But thank you so much. It's great to talk to you. And anytime you want to call in, just uh, either shoot a message to us via YouTube or just uh, give us a call again. All right. Thank you, my uh, high commanders, my kings and rulers. That's right. Uh, well, be- I will say already, you're, you, you, as a usurper, some of the previous lords are conspiring to take over your kingdom. One of them, uh, one of our 
one of our most aggressive uh, commanders, the most astonishing patron crown prince, Honorable Scourge of the Minnesota and North Dakota. He just recently claimed another area is threatening your land, so you're going to have to start uh, thinking about how you're going to defend your kingdom. So we're probably going to have to have a council of war to talk about this, so we may have to have another episode to bring all the... Yeah. All, the, all the patrons in, mm-hmm. and describe what rules of engagement are if they're going to start uh, oh, great. laying siege. Oh, we got to keep the peace? No, we're not keeping the peace. Oh. This is, they... We're stirring the pot. Well, this is like medieval time. We're figureheads. The lords actually run the whole thing. You know that. So. We, just take, we just collect the money. We collect the money. That's I right. like it. That's exactly That's right. Awesome. So. Uh, Brian, thank you have so much. Have a great day. Have a good game. Great. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye have now. Have a good day yourself. Thank all right. You. Thank Bye. you. See, this is why, this, so, you know, you like to joke about my book reunification project, but this shows that this is, this right. has real world implications. Right. Like the guy, he went to look for his monster, man. You and know? it was gone. And it was gone. Right? So we need, someone needs to, whoever took that needs to return it. Just because you've been loaned a book legally does not make it yours. That's right. That's why we call it a loan. It's, it is a loan. A loan. Is there no statute of limitations on that? Yeah, there it's, is. Okay, I was going to say. Well, whatever. There's, a, there's no statute of limitations wait, wait. on morality. Ah, that's true. Very good, sir. Well done. I like that. That's, that's, that is impressive. Mm. All right, so. Well played. Well played. All right, played. that was fun. That was awesome. We got, this is some great titles. Yeah, we're going to skip that Chamberlain stuff, which is just. Yeah, we, may have to ban, we may have to block Chamberlain. It's losing <laughs> its. Well, yeah, but then, but just for, yeah, that's fine. But we've got great titles down down the list there and their titles. So. And we probably, my son is in statistics. We should force him to figure out how many potential combinations of titles that we can have based on that thing. Yeah, what were the odds? You should make him calculate what were the odds that... I'm sure that would be... Hey, there he is. Well, we, we uh, look in the chat, sir. Your title has been bestowed to you. I'm sorry you uh, missed it. No, I am not. There is, uh, I do computer stuff in my other job. Um, the... Uh, the other side of the two-headed troll is 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 familiar with the uh, the Esquire uh, uh, preoccupation. You're a lawyer, Lee. You're a bureaucrat. I am a bureaucrat. That's right. <laughs> You're a lawyer and a bureaucrat. I am a bureaucrat. Yes, that is true. That's what our show should be called: the lawyer and the bureaucrat. The lawyer and the bureaucrat. <laughs> the Byzantine Byzantine rulings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why is why is it called Byzantine? Because it was a terrible bureaucratic yes. time. All right, very good. Uh, Swedish challenge. Well, actually, um, we have we popped up to number two in Finland. Oh, we're we are revoking the offer to Sweden because they've been surpassed. Right? Well, but you know, thanks to one of our guests coming up, they've they've been slowly climbing. I think what happened was there was initial shock that some someone as articulate as us was talking about D and D and and could cut through all the languages, and then people are like, oh, it's just two guys talking about D&D, and right. we fell down. But thanks to Martin and a number of other folks, uh, we, we've had some, we have moved up there. The, the Swedes are fickle. I, apparently, but, um, uh, and then I insulted our friend in Finland, because apparently they're not considered Scandinavian, at least this one Finn who said that, or at least he's Oh, so that's why we're number two, because it's kind of like people watching us to hate on us? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Man, We're these guys, hear what they said? What? Yeah, they're very, we called them Scandinavian. So, again, our ignorance... You should insult other countries. We'll go, we'll we go do rise this, in the rankings. We, we literally do this every day. We're we, very American. We are, we are the true ugly Americans. We have no idea what the rest of the world is doing. <laughs> you think we get, like, some, like... You know, do people get a little more forgiving of us because we're American? Like, oh, well, you know. 
Yeah, so, oh, just, and there it is, right away. Cyber Heston is saying he's about to, he's going to be moving. He, he, this, oh. what we, are, we, are, we are sowing the seeds. We're cultivating the ground for his takeover is what he's basically and saying. And he's, he's, he's Cyber Heston, Sweden? That's correct. And so he's going for Finland. Right. Well, he's got to get through Norway. The reconquest. That's right. Apparently That's, there's some history. Well, there is. Wow. But, of course, we're completely ignorant. I don't know anything so, about that. Yeah, this yeah. is what's great about us. And I mock my wife, who literally knows nothing about history, but apparently I know just a smidge more. Who is a true fool? The fool or the one who doesn't know he's a fool? Very, very wise. Very wise. Thank you. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, iTunes. We did, someone claimed they did a review. I don't see it out there. So no. if you did, I apologize. I would love to have that reviewed. All right. Ignorance. Well, yes, that is, that is true. Uh, we are we are we are the epitome of ignorance. So we are on to assassins. I don't Dirty like deeds. I was going to look for the thing, but I was worried we get demonetized. Even though we don't monetize our videos, we don't want to. Oh, the dirty deeds done dirt cheap. cheap. Exactly. I remember when I was in junior high mm -hmm. playing D and D, uh, English teacher. No candles. He said no candles. Got it. Um, said um, we were learning about what is it when you use the same first letter there's a name alliteration for, is that a letter and she wrote on the board dirty deeds done dirt cheap but we just thought that was like the coolest thing uh, like our english teachers writing dirty right. deeds done dirt cheap do you like bond scott acdc or brian Johnson oh better? wow that's so, a tough one right um i i i have to say bond scott bond scott yeah I, 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 but i think i do that with everything the first singer is always the better one. that's right do you wait, you believe that with paul deanna yeah Oh, I agree. Uh, but, you know, that Back in Black album, that was it's a pretty amazing album. Like, every right. song on that album is good, right? right. if I recall. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you can't argue with that album. That it's really probably good. their best, and it's sold a million things. And it just sounds amazing. Then, yeah. 40 years later, it still sounds amazing. Yeah. One day, I'll play it like that. Oh, yeah. I could. I Can you do the intro, too, for those about to rock? Yes. Oh, wow. I'd like to hear that. That's okay. a great, right? That's a great guitar intro, yes, right? Yes, we could do that. Okay. Uh, Roth. You should do that at Grog Talk, a GrogCon. Yeah, so I start. You should have like for, a yeah. For those about the game, we solution. You should you should open up GrogCon with like some sort of like guitar. Okay, uh, that'd be kind of cool. I could do that. That is one of the things. Uh, Me standing there alone. Um, Me and you. <laughs> Friday morning. <laughs> Friday morning at ten a.m. Ten a.m. It's me and you. I'll be holding the lighter. That's right. Yay. That's right. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I have a black SG just like uh, one of Angus's guitars. Oh. So, yeah, we could do okay. that. I don't think I can fit the schoolboy out of it. I, oh, he, yes. He, uh, that would be a terrible sight with the muffin top as my <laughs> belly flops yeah, around. That is not a sight. You draw the line there? Yeah, I draw the line there. You might get more people showing up there. I would have less people showing up. We might up. actually sell more tickets that overall. Would, that make... would be disgusting. We would not do that. All right, I, don't, I gotta tell you. I, All right. I don't like the assassin. Well, so the assassin is, is you know, again, coming uh, back from, is a subclass of thief. So we talked about thieves last time, and we spent a lot of time, because, you know, thieves have so many skills. Um, the assassin is a subclass, and, you know, the biggest thing is what they do. They kill. That's what they do. They're evil in alignment. Uh, and, you know, per force, as the killing of humans and other intelligent life forms, the pur pur purpose of profit is basically held to be the antithesis of wheel. Which means you don't get to be the born in, or, or, right, or in the In first edition, unless the DM is going to allow that, there is no you know, lawful, neutral, lawful good uh, assassin. Right. There is not you know, for, his ma for Her Majesty's well, service wait. or something like that. No, wait. Maybe there is. And maybe Bond really was like lawful evil. Well, and, and there's and an argument lawful, to that. Right? Yeah. I think that's the argument, right? right. That there's something inherently... 
Well, they they did it for you know in Queen and Country or the you know for Country itself, but um, in of itself, you know, you know, you can argue there should be no purpose for murdering. But you know, now you're getting to the ph philosophical thing. Right. And part of the, the charm of one E is it makes some declarative statements, and you can accept it or not. But this is the statement which says the rules say assassins are evil. You can change it, but that's not the way. Uh, uh, that is not the way it's portrayed here in first and that, edition. And that bothers, well, it's going to bother me for, uh, not because I think you should have good or neutral assassins for another reason, but shall we first talk about, you want to talk about who can be? Right, so they are a subclass of thief, and what you're going to find is um, they, have, they have some abilities of fighters in that they have a wider range of weapons. They, because they're evil, um, they, you know, they're not limited to poison, um, but uh, because they're thieves, they are limited in some of their uh, armor because they, they need to use their thieving. And the idea is that they're more of the stealthy, you know, sneaking around and killing people, not straight up fighting them toe-to-toe. -to -toe. So, so and, and, and maybe we talk about this under assassination. I want to talk about why in the world you'd have an assassin in your party. But uh, Yeah. Well, let's go over the thing, the, the actual, uh, so what, who can be an assassin? Let's start with the classes on page 14. Okay. And um, halflings cannot be an assassin. That, to me, is interesting. That is interesting. So the question is why? Right. They're just, they're too nice? They must be too nice. Even the neutral ones? Are... Yeah. And they're evil halflings, because there's an evil deity, if I remember correctly, for halflings, isn't there? I think there's one. No, I don't think there is. Oh. In the Best of Dragon? There yeah. is for no. Yeah. It's over there somewhere. Where? Yeah. I usually bring mine. It's it's the Roger Moore ones. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. It's on the it's on the page. But halflings cannot. Everyone else can be an assassin, um, which again seems to be. Oh, now we can't find it. I don't know. Am I actually actively looking for it's, it? It's over. It's over. I didn't know your dungeon crawl classics. I do. Oh, is it any good? It's wonderful. Oh, there it is. There you go. Okay. We're now looking at volume three for the uh, halfling deities. The the Roger Moore article. Excuse me. Basically, the Roger Moore special. Yeah, Roger Moore does not, you know, at least as of like eight years you can skip ago. Skip the gnomes. No doesn't want to come back and talk about D&D, which is very sad. I wish we hadn't lost yeah. Roger Moore to uh, the gods of halflings. The gods of halflings. So you got uh, Sheila, the wise, of course. Right. So she's neutral. So many deities are neutral, it seems to me. Uh, Lawful good, the defender, Arborine. All good. Brand. Uh, Oh, Brandon Barris is definitely. Neutral. Yeah, he's, he's, that's it. All right, so maybe I was wrong. You, you, which is, is interesting, though, because you have a dwarvish one who's evil. Remember, he's all greedy. You don't have an elven. You don't have an elven evil one, but is that, is, 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 I guess that's, is Loth sort of like the. Well, Loth would be for but the that's dark. That's for drow. Ones. Yeah. But there's no evil. I don't think there's an evil, at least in this book. Right. There's no evil elf, but there is an evil gnome. Well, you know, and that goes back to race as class almost, where the the um, the deities are part of the worldview that the generic alignment in the monster manual is. But clearly, like in Greyhawk, you know, uh, I could see uh, an evil elf assassin potentially worshiping Ayus or someone else, you know, uh, a demigod or whatever the case may be. Well, and you should be creating more too. I mean, obviously, Roger Moore's compilation. It's not meant to be exhausted. So, uh, so yeah. So there's one. There's a question of, um, you know, if you had a. Uh, so let's talk about this real quick. Um, so halflings, we're not sure, but they can't be. 
Everyone else can be assassin. The only ones who can be unlimited is half-orc and human. Don't you love it? Right. So the half-orc, I always disrespected, but I guess, you know. Right, well, that, that's, that's their claim to fame. And, right. and we also know that um, if we look at minimum and maximums for uh, assassins, that they have some, they have some, they need to have a minimum of 12 strength, intelligence 11 or more, dexterity not less than 12. That should be pretty easy to make, though. Yeah, I mean, they're slightly above average, and they don't get their ex- experience bonus. They're also level capped, at least per the first edition, at level 15. So there is only one grandfather of assassins. So I, so the grandfather, and even a, what, and then was there like a grandmaster? What's below that? The grandfather is the one, like the great druid, right? Kind of thing? Mm-hmm. You can't only, it's got to be human or half-orc. So you can't be a guild master. The guild master has to be a half orc or human, right? Because the, no one else gets to that level, right? The highest otherwise would be eleven for half elf, a senior assassin. I mean, that's very interesting because again, part of this uh, idea of the guild, which again we've skipped to that, um, and we should talk about guilds, is that you know the idea of just like monks and druids, as there's an apex and there's only certain creatures, there's only a certain amount of them. And depending on the alignment and the strategy, some it's a fight to the death. You know, it's you get a, the positions are eliminated. Right. You either have to, the person has to die or you have to kill the person ahead of you. And if you had demi-humans, that would make a lot of sense because they could never get to that level. They'd be very loyal. You'd never no, have to you're work. right. That's who I'm hiring. You're right. right. I'm the Yeah, you're absolutely right. If I'm the guild master, the grandfather yeah, I, I'm only hiring uh, elven or half elven assassins. I'm assassinating half orc and yeah. human assassins. Right. Once they get well, I'm having once they get like to seventh or eighth level, we're just totally killing them. Absolutely, and they're just, a threat. Right. Only elves and half elves would do that. Do you think there's only one grandfather? Like, let's say that you have a I mean, in the entire on the whole pl- your whole planet. Well, that's I mean, the, it should be regions. It seems to well, me. Well, uh, and that's what they talk about with the monks. Is uh, there would be at least be three of them for lawful, neutral, good, and evil. Oh, that's true. And you could argue, yes, for the kingdom or wherever there's one yeah. of that. But you also could argue there could be the you know, the king of all assassins somewhere on the world. And I love how they say, you know, it's, he probably, it's a good chance he's in a remote location. You know, he's on some little island right. in a castle. Yeah, he's like a, the drug lords. He's, exactly. He's basically a recluse because everyone's trying to whack him. Right. Um, you know, and or, you know, he's a shadow master at that point. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was my thought. Is yeah, I would only recruit elves and half elves for to my for my top level people because they could never become that. That's smart. But of course, they would try to get uh, wishes, or if they would try to pull the the book that shall not be named, which I think they can get more levels by doing that. So, um, so always be careful. What do you? So okay. So the assassin. So I want to be an assassin. So the benefit is I I we know I can use poison because the DM could limit the ability, right? There's question marks right. on use of poison yep. with a lot of characters. And of course, Assassin, it says it's, it's a clear yes. Yes. So, so as part of their abilities, they can use any shield or weapon, but they have to uh, wear you know, some type of leather armor, stud or not. Um, they don't have to be part of the Assassin's Guild. And this is one of the areas that I think Un, and the thief talks about another, you know, this idea that you're not detached from the world. And a lot of the times we play these characters, they not, we don't force them to be part of the Assassin's Guild or the Thieves' Guild. Um, and that, I think, is unfortunate when you don't tie back 
uh, your world into um, the classes themselves. You know, if, if people are straight out murdering people in a town, uh, you should be getting the, yes. the knock on the door. Yes. Uh, what do you? Why are you co- doing contract killing here in this town? You need to join the thug, the thug bashers, or whatever the case right. may be. Now, why do you think that assassins can use any shield, but thieves cannot? Because I always assumed the thief can't use a shield because they're engaging in thieving activities. Right. But assassins are as well. Well, they are, and the question is they can put it behind their back, and that's why they act at two levels less, but that's probably the, the reason. They're more fighting than thieving, is, is the thought. And I thought they, did they have limits on which, um, I know like the monk has limits on which thieving skills. Apparently they can do all their thieving skills. Because that's usually what happens if you have an assassin in the party and they're third level, they always claim they're a first level thief because they act as two levels less. Oh, so if you're in a party and someone's like, hey, I'm a thief. Right. You need to be thinking about, is this guy an assassin? Right. Okay. If he's ugly too. Um, <laughs> you know, if he's super ugly, which by the way... Should you ask him his charisma score? Well, if, if, clear, if, you know, if you go back to the beginning part of the uh, player's handbook, under charisma, it says, here or lower, if you have a five or less uh, charisma, you can only be an assassin. Is that why the half-work is unlimited? Because, like, they're, they're just tend ugly. to be so ugly. Yeah. You've got to be really ugly to well, rise un- level. Well, uncharismatic. You know, we don't want to use it as comeliness. That, that's uh, it's, that's it's right. right. It's just, they just have no, they are repulsive as far as they're just bores. They're people who are crude and no one likes them. Right. And they don't like you. And they so ain't great a, looking either. Yeah, they ain't great looking. I mean, I think it's a combo, isn't yeah. it? Your charisma, yeah. surely, because sadly in our world, right. they're, many they're people do tra- judge people uh, exactly. by their looks. Right. I, I cannot disagree with that. Right. Um, so, okay, so I get, so I need not be a member of, okay, so well, so we get this, the die six. Yep. So that's not great. Nope. They don't have a lot of things. Right. I got to be evil, mm-hmm. but I can be any evil. Uh, we have thieving capabilities, uh, and it's going to be two levels below. I think you noted, right? Right. Um, any any shield or, or weapon. Okay, yep. that, that's nice. Don't have to be a member of the Assassin's Guild, but all non-members are. And right, they talk a lot about the guilds. And so, so you know, always the thing. There's there's some insight to how it was played. You know, it's almost like we're reading archaeology things. How the games, you know, that these folks were playing, that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was part of the town that, you know, you had guilds and players don't like to be subservient to these other forces. You know, you can't, if you're part of the guild, you may have a, sep- a secondary command. You know, it's like what you did in your uh, module uh, for the tournament. Um, you, the assassin had a separate task <laughs> for them. He, they weren't for the party. Right. And I think that goes into, um, uh, is the challenge for that because... You never know what their ulterior motive is because they're serving another master, potentially. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with, you know, I think there's benefits in being a member of a lawful good party. Right. If you're all lawful good. Right. If, if, if you're a member of a chaotic neutral or chaotic evil party, that, you, you, don't, you can't trust anybody. If, if, especially if people are playing their characters. Right. Usually the, the social contract with the party is, well, we're all chaotic neutral so we can make decisions as we go. So that's right. not that we're going to actually play our characters the way they are. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay, so and, and now if I commit an assassination within the territory, though, right. I'm going to be you, what? You, uh, you can get a I'm knock gonna, on the door. Yeah, and if I don't join, it's a death sentence. Right. Right? 
you know, I tried to do some research on the history of the Assassin's class. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, our good friend now, um, so uh, Rob is a Chamberlain, right? He's a Chamberlain. He's got a better, uh, I can't forget the name. Yeah, I have to look up. I'm sorry. Rob is way up here. Go ahead. But so, um, you know, because he had had turned me on to um, some of these histories, like the, the Illusionist, for example, and the Thief. Had a history. Chamberlain, his most ever incomparable honorable prince, the astounding immolator. The astounding immolator. So the astounding immolator had, uh, you know, uh, put me on to this history of the illusionist, and then I found the history of the thief we talked about. I couldn't find anything with a quick search on the history of the assassin. I do know that it was in, it appeared in the Greyhawk supplement to OD&D. Okay. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, I think the Blackmore supplement, which is Arneson's. Right. Which made me wonder, well, this Arneson, where did the assassin come from? Was it Arneson? Was it somebody else? I couldn't find anything on it. So if anyone knows of who created the assassin class, why it's there, I'd love to hear about it. Um, So the prime function is killing. You know they can use poison. And then they talk about poison. Obviously, they expect the players to want to use poison weapons. Right. And I know that Gary Gygas really put a lot of effort into dissuading people for poison, using poisons. Right. By either nerfing them or making them super expensive because it would make perfect sense. Why wouldn't I poison things if I'm not, if right. I'm allowed to? Because it does more damage. It's kind of like where they, it's like on the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, well, why don't the evils just shoot Buffy? Right. Well, I, because that would be too easy. Yeah. So you gotta, yeah. Um, what I always thought was interesting is this discussion about the use of poison on a blade yep. and what can happen. Like, so you're walking in, you know, you're walking in town, you pull out the blade, you're going, you know, coming up behind the merchant, you're going to assassinate, and the chance that someone will see it, right? There's an increasing chance someone right. will see it. And I love the reaction because one is that it'll, the person will attack. Right. It doesn't seem to differentiate between who it is. So it's like the grandmother who is the baker. <laughs> right, the zero hit dice guy. She notices... And, and you roll it, and she attacks. That's right. Everyone attacks. You pull out that blade as you're trying to shiv someone in the in the town square, and literally they're all either yeah. screaming or attacking you. Right. I mean, it's, I the would stable have, boy. Because I got to tell you, I see the it, town crier. I'm, I'm minding my own business. You would think the town crier would just do a hue and cry, but no, he right. may attack you. Yeah. He may hue and cry and attack. Right. That's crazy. and I love it that like the yeah, other little old lady. It's like the hue and cry and the attack. That's right. She's she got the rolling pin out. She must be lawful good. Yeah. Well, so, again, it's very clear, um, and it almost feels like this class was put in almost like, oh, okay, really should be an NPC, but we're going to... She should be an NPC, that, in my opinion. It almost feels like that. That's right. Grandma smacks you with a broom. <laughs> you know, just everyone <laughs> she's is... Got, she's whacking the... Uh, the right. Stop. <laughs> that really would sort of, you know, that would, would screw up the assassination right. attempt, wouldn't it? At that point, you right. might as well just run. Right, exactly. So... Um, <laughs> Because this next ability, and again, this is one of those like the backstabbing like we talked before. If you have a good DM, this is ultra powerful. If you have a DM who's constantly trying to nerf your abilities, it's not a, it's not a good thing. No. Which is the assassination attempt. Oh, wait. We did not talk about possible multi-classes. Were we supposed to talk about that? Or is that oh, we coming talk, later? We can talk about that. No, because that's quite significant. Yeah. So I know you found a discovery. Oh, yeah. So you go, you go to the player's handbook. Right. And you say what can be... Multi-class assassin. So, and we've talked about this a number of times. So in the player's handbook on page 32, the assassination, the combinations that use assassin are as follows. Cleric assassin or fighter assassin. And we've pined many times yeah. that an illusionist assassin, both when we did gnomes and illusionists, would be an amazing 
uh, combination. And the only multi-class, those are, would be half-orcs, right? The fishy, right? I assume. Uh, it's fighter assassin. It's going to be half-orc only. Yeah, half-orcs. And cleric, and of course. Is half-orcs. So, yeah, it says basically you, th those are the only two that then, happen. My mm -hmm. fair, gentle readers. Yes, my fair, gentle readers. I, 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 I ask you to turn, if you're playing at home, right. to turn to page 18 of the DMG. 18 of the DMG. Yeah. Followers for... Assassin. So what are your followers going to be? Right. And at the top of page 18, it's, there's a chance, right, on page 17 you roll, and there's a percentage chance that it could be a 25% chance of being multi-class if you roll first and level, second level non-human assassins. This is on the bottom of page 17, bottom right now. Have right. a 25% chance of being multi-class. And there is an asterisk next to... And we talk about renew the Kickstarter uh, rules AF. Uh, asterisks and footnotes because it changes the whole game. Now this is interesting because it says, that's right, it's the asterisk. First and second level non-human assassins have a 25% chance of being multi-class. Use the table below if multi-class is indicated. Why would they put an asterisk next to dwarf, elf, gnome, right. half-elf, and half-war? When you turn it over and you get to dwarf, it says no other class permitted. That's right. No other right? class permitted. But look again. Look at that. Look, and elf, look. no other class permitted. Yep. Uh, half-work, of course. Half elf, no other class. So I don't know why the asterisks are next to that, but no. no. Fighter, one in four chance of fighter, assassin. An illusionist assassin. What's that all about? What is that all about? That to me is amazing. Okay, and this is what I say. I say, um, can I make, I would now like to make my argument to the court of Gygax. Mm -hmm. May I proceed? Uh, he's right there. Um, my argument is that. Do you have standing? Yes, because I very much want to be a gnome okay, illusionist. Okay. Is that enough? Right. Well, that, I'm uh, suffering. This is this is not a uh, friend of the court briefing. This is, is actual. It, is it not an amicus? Okay. No, I am seeking to have standing here. Uh, so the argument is that the DMG supersedes mm -hmm. the player's handbook. Right. And this is indicating that it was just a mistake that gnome uh, multi-class was left out. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's clearly indicating here that you can be. That's really all the only argument I have. That's the only argument. I will now Do you have any other sor sources? I Do you have any I, precedent? I know, no, I, I now rest, Your Honor. Okay. Well, we will leave it to the court of opinion uh, there. And so far, the uh, Justice Justice Thompson has says, probably too powerful for a PC and PC only. Uh, Justice Dorso says, depends on the campaign. Um, uh, I'm going to rule at this point. I agree with that. That it's it's clearly, the context of this is, Upon attaining Guildmaster, you may attract followers. Followers are NPCs. Uh, you know, so now your argument would be, yeah. could you have a player character who could be the follower of this? I tend to agree with you, which is, if you're going to try to reconcile this, that would be make sense. Is that, yes, you can have an NPC, but you can't be a player character, which is a real bummer. But you know what this does is, this does suggest that you can have, right, that there are no... Illusionist. I mean, right. by the book. I think right. there's gnome illusionist, illusionist assassin, which are awesome. Right. And you know what would be great then is to have a gnome illusionist assassin uh, traveling about with a half war clerk assassin. Right. Th That'd that be great is, that's that, that should be your next party. That should be well. That should be. We want to play that. Right. Pixie and glades. Well, uh, the new no, pixie and glades. Well, be very. I'm, oh, I'm the gnome and I'm worshiping Erdland. Right. Oh, and you got like the, all the orc. Yeah, yeah. The little white mole. Yeah, the mole creature. And you get it. The mole creature. It's Erdland. <laughs> you, must, you will now fight Erdlin. <laughs> Erdlin is coming. That's you right. should have to attack Erdlin. Mole creature. 
James, James, the serving boy. That's right. Well, now, okay, that's it. Where's the serving boy stand? Get your serving boy stance. No, out. we're not fighting. I'm not fighting Erdlin, the mole creature. You insulted James, the serving I'd boy. I'd be dead. You just insur- please just murder me, Erdlin. Fine. This is crazy. What the hey? I have two hit points. Roll for initiative. I'm not rolling. Making initi- it fast. How long do you think this is going to last? I have two attacks. At 4 to 16. I have 272 hit points. Okay. I'm also a 13th level illusionist. Yeah. I roll. 3, 5. My AC, hold on, is 10. Can you just make get this over with? You hit. What hit dice you are? Did I really hit with a 5? Oh, yeah. I'm hit dice. Well, I have 272 hit points. Uh, you're probably 20 hit dice. Yes, you hit. Okay. okay. 4 to 16. How many hit points do you have? I have 2. Yeah, Erdlin came down on J- James's sermon. Was like, yeah, what do you call that mole creature? I don't, I don't even remember what I heard. All I just heard, saw was this mo- <laughs> white thing, white zombie mole thing attack me. Erdlin talking at the bar with that white mole. <laughs> just eviscerated. Just eviscerated. There is blood all over the wall. All right, and and in 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 the town of assassins, not they'd be like meh. Yeah, they'd be like yeah, whatever. Mole creature. They'd be like hey, Erdlin. That's right. Hey guys. That's right. <laughs> nice to see you. They're like, when they heard that, when they all scattered, when they heard James, the That's serving right. boy, go, yeah, that mole creature, they were just like under tables. Well, they were talking about the gnome assassin illusionist. Have, have you heard that there's a gnome assassin illusionist? Yeah. I'm like, well, who? The, what is it? Well, he probably worships that Erlin. You mean the gnome creature? And then, yeah, and that, was, that, 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 that mole creature? Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, they say, like, demons, certain demons, if you say their name, they'll appear. I that's can't right. remember I read that, right? I mean, that's yeah, like... like Beetlejuice. Yeah, right? Or, yeah, or you think you can, yeah. Uh, Candyman or whatever. Yeah, right. There's another orc deity. Or is that Candy too. Graham? Oh, that's a land shark. Mm-hmm. Never mind. There was an orc deity where I believe if you use their name in vain, they will, like, they'll appear. Right, well, it's, you the, careful it's the Voldemort... That. Oh, I said it. Uh, it's the, the one that shall not be the named. The book that shall not oh, be named. the book named. that shall not be named, exactly. All right. That was fun. That was, oh, that was like an impromptu in Chiropensal that's, that's right. Death. That's right. You never know when it might strike. It may strike all the time. Literally, the, he says, <coughs> this war is stable, but I put two words together, and his life is over. <coughs> well, D&D, 1E is a dangerous <coughs> game. It is a dangerous game. All right, the assassin. All right, so I use poison. And there's, like, all these rules... Well, again, the next wing, like you were talking about, is the assassination table, which to oh. me is very powerful. Wait, can we, before we get assassination yes. table, well, this is sort of the is the assassination table because I thought this was interesting. Assassins attack on the same combat table as thieves, including backstabbing. So that's very nice. However, if they surprise right. a victim, they may attack on the assassination table. So that is so. The assassin can be a really potent... Right. It's a one-shot. They can kill someone instantly. Yeah. It's, it's not simply that I'm assassinating and i got to plan this. If I'm in a party right. and I get, we get surprised, so I can be assassinating the dragon, the whatever. Right. They're, they're... Well, it's, oh, and that, that's an interesting oh. part. So David oh. did send some emails. I'm sure he'll start typing some of the things he put in there because he had some good... Not had some good points. He always has good points. Attack uh, of the mole creatures. Well, attack of the mole creatures. So where you were on page 20, there's a number of things about assassins there. Wait, I have to go to a different book? Oh, yes. You have to go to the DMG because there's some other skills that they don't really mention in the player's handbook. But let's focus on the assassination. Okay. Um, you have... Not only the uh, type of assassins, but you have spying, which it talks about there. But then that sounds. Can I just put a comment real quick on spying? Since I did spend my time reading on spying last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. That sounds to me like if you want to hire an assassin NPC. So yeah. I was thinking of Vic Dorso's. Vic 
in, in Keep of Blood Red Falls, would you allow us to hire, say, the party to hire no, an we, assassin to go tr- and spy? You, you tried that one. Remember, we said we we're going to sell all our magic items and hire a 15th level assassin. To kill, but I just want to use oh. it for spying. Oh, I see what you're right, saying. Right, because I think it sounds to me like that's really for NPCs. If the party wants to hire somebody to infiltrate and learn about and come back with info. Is that, that? Well, I, I think you could rule it that way. I think, you know, that's what makes them super cool. Which, again, if you want to dissuade people from being assassins, I wouldn't say it's an NPC one. If you want them to do that, oh, what's the matter? We, we, we didn't ch- read the heal spell in the DMG. Oh, you're right. God. This spell that? will not cure serious forms of mental disorders not related to spells or inflicted by injury to the brain. Ah. So, again. Wow, that sucks. Well, of course. It's the DMG spell explanation. Oh. Nothing good ever happens from the DMG. Does it ever? Is anything? You know, this is all about... What? What do you guys say? Call it nerfing no. the spell? Yeah, they nerfed the spell. All right. Okay, sorry. Go back. Spell no, but, but that's good. So you'd have to probably use restoration for that, which is why they're doing that. Because okay. restoration is a seventh level spell. That, well, spying. Right. So spying, I think they should do it. I think it's kind of cool. But... You mean in like to send them in advance to like... So the key right. of Blood Red Falls. Oh, and Vic, I know what's going on now. I've got enough clues. Here's the deal. This is what I think about the key of Blood Red Falls. Vic has said you've got to use your racial abilities. Clearly, I think that, does, that means elf... Finding secret doors. Mm-hmm. And he says it's infiltration. I think there's a secret door into the tower, the I, other tower. I can't comment on that. You know, our group did, uh, Vic was very complimentary of us. We didn't succeed, but we got pretty close. And I think there's a secret he did, door. He did back. tell us a couple of things since we were so close, and so I can't comment. Uh, well, anymore. I thirsty. Well, I can because I've only failed. I've died horrible deaths on top of that, the roof, every time. Yeah. I think there's a secret door. I think you don't go through this second tower. I think you go right to the tower that you need to. You, you go around there, use the ring of invisibility, you give it to an elf, you search for a secret right. door, and you go in the back door. And, and, and because Vic said, because he was on the championship team at Grokon, yes. and the reason his team won is because he said, right, I never go in the front door. That's right. So it, there's a back door. It could be. All right. Anyway, we're going to page 75 first. Oh. 75 is the assassination table, because it yeah. says, in the player's handbook, you roughly have a 50% chance. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing that was always brought up again the asterisk, asterisk. magic uh, rules AF asterisk or attacks on helpless opponents by any character class. Because what is the rule? Because there's all this plus four. There's this uh, max damage business. There's all these different. Right. And and so um, David, you know, he wasn't sure he was going to make it. He thought last week we were doing assassins and we did undead. So he wrote me an email uh, with his comments and things about it and. Um, yeah, laughing at Dan's statements. That's good. So I've never played, even though I've seen this asterisk, I never played that uh, if you had a helpless component. And to me, the definition of helpless, if you go back to combat, helpless is magically held, slept, or completely bound or mobilized like a web spell. What if I'm asleep? See, I don't Not think magically I, okay. I don't I don't think uh, slept now, but it does say here you may. So it says the percentage shown. You may adjust slightly upwards for perfect condition, absolute trust, asleep and unguarded, very drunk, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for me, that is attacks on helpless opponents. That that second paragraph is for optimum conditions for the assassin, not for player characters. I agree. Uh, and and be, the reason I say that too is because it talks about it specifically calls out on page 70 and 67 magically sleeping or held creatures. Those are the ones who are helpless. And again, my argument is, and certainly other people can, and you know, this is the beauty of being the DM, you can run your game the way you want, is 
if they're sleeping, people, you know, people toss and turn and you try to make that stab or whatever and they turn at the right point and you do damage, you certainly can hit and you do a lot of damage, but you don't automatically kill them. Well, can I, so if I am a... So, so if, I don't, go ahead. So if I'm another character class. Right. And, and they're ruled helpless, whatever that is, right. right? So... And then as a DM, you have to decide what helpless means. Right. Do I still have to hit... Or no, this, this says, or helpless creatures, if you rule this as written, you, you would give them a percentage chance based on the level of the victim and the level of the assassin. Now you could argue, are, does it only work on humans that are, have levels or creatures that are actually classes or hit dice? And I would again argue, it, this is meant to assassinate people, not assassinate so, so, dragons and all these other things. Oh, but so you don't think I need a to hit roll as a, as a non-assassin? No, if they're helpless, you'd roll the percentages. Okay, but all right, but it's not on over in sixty-seven. It's not automatic. If, but this, well, but in this case, they have to be helpless. And again, the way I'm defining helpless is exactly here: magically asleep, held, which is in italics, yeah. not just held bound. Notice how this one's held, and the held up here is a different. Uh, that's to me that meant magically slept, held, paralyzed, or totally, totally immobile. Oh, totally immobile would be helpless. Right. I guess. Okay. That's right. So it's an automatic hit, and that's the automatic percentage of death. Now, the reason I never use that rule is because on page 70, yeah. it says, uh, under magically slept or held creatures. Otherwise, such opponents may be automatically slain or bound as appropriate with materials at hand at a rate of one per round. Oh, but motionless. But then here it goes. Note that it does not include normally sleeping opponents. There, it's, there, there's the argument for using the assassin's table. But is that for uh, normal um, fighters and other clay, or that just for assassins? That's that's the question. What a mess! It is a mess. So I I had to almost make a flow chart to kind of you would because I'm already my head is spinning. I got to tell you. Yeah. So you could, there's a um, there's there has um, there's a lot of good information. You just need to be prepared for. I never use this. I have just decided I'm not going to use the assassin table for any other character class. It seems lame to me. Why give them that chance? Yeah. Assassins assassinate. That's what they do. They assassinate humans, and they're like, that's what they're trained to do. Why let someone else do that? I got you. Just use the rule that it says, if they're magically held or bound, you can kill them one per round if you're not in combat. If you're in combat, it, you get your double attacks, uh, max damage as per the rule on page 67 or something. I'm, and, but I'm sure other people will be like, mm, I want to use that. That's super cool. Okay, great. Um, so, so Yeah, page, 60, page 70, excuse me. You get maximum damage, double attack rounds. So the assassin, I'm supposed to explain. So let's say if I'm, I'm an assassin. Mm -hmm. The assassination is being attempted by or on behalf of a player character. Um, a complete plan of how the deed is to be done should be prepared for right. the player involved. And the precautions. So does that, so you don't play it like a normal role-playing event where you say, okay, yeah. you, you'll explain me what you do, but then I'm going to adjust the percentage and I'll roll with it works. I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, Move silently, roll for move silently. You don't do all no, that business. It's just a one-shot roll. You, yeah. you would explain what you're doing. I would look at the table and figure out, and based on the conditions, make a ruling and make a roll. And the other part that you could nerf this for, because again, it said roughly 50%. Well, this says here, perfect conditions. Is surprise in a combat uh, scenario, perfect conditions? I say the, the assassin is invisible. And the 
you know, there's a fighting combat, and that you know you allow the assassin to make a surprise attempt. Excuse me, at at a guy who you're fighting. Is that optimal conditions? Well, one could argue, yeah, because he doesn't know I'm here. Right. But the other one's, hey, he's fighting. He's moving around. That can't be optimal conditions for that. So this, again, is where what kind of DM you're going to be, how much latitude you're going to give, and you can make this very powerful or you could um, well, you could make, you could could make nerf it down considerably. Well, it sounds like it might be optimal conditions because Gygax says this gives a roughly 50% chance of immediately killing the victim. Right. But so that the, makes it sound like... It's roughly if, if equal level. But then this says, on the DMG, right. the percentage shows a success under near-optimal conditions. But you can eat near-optimal. Right. Not, not optimal. Because you actually go upwards for perfect. Slightly. Right. Similarly, you must deduct points if the tenant is wary, takes precautions, or indoors is guarded. So some of this, it's, it, you're going to have to interpret uh, this. So, and that means that if I surprise, I get a chance... At instant death of the assassination table. Right. And if I fail, he still takes damage. Still takes I'm, damage. I'm never rolling to hit. That's right. Wow. That's nice. I mean, yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. It just, that seems strange to me, though. I guess because I'm so good at what I do, I'm going to stick that, I'm going to stick that thing in you. And right? you still have a choice because you are a thief class. So really, if you've surprised, you have to tell the player has to tell you: Are you trying to assassinate? Are you trying to do a backstab? Or are you trying to just do a normal attack? They have the choice to do all. Oh, those. that's right. so. I can't do a backstab assassination attempt and get through the assassination table, and if it fails, get the backstab no. damage. No, you would just get the normal damage here. Oh, now where do you get? Why do you? Where does that come from? Because that- it goes here back to the player's handbook. Uh, this, the assassin decides whether the, which attack Where he or she will use. Assassination, backstabbing, or normal melee Oh, combat. I see. Yeah, that, yeah, On so page 29. Which attack mode here? Right. Page 29. Yeah. Um, you, now, now, again, if it didn't uh, alliterate all three of them, or if it didn't specify each one, you could have argued, well, he's surprised. Shouldn't he get the backstab attack? But it doesn't. Yeah, there's a poison weapon. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering if the surprise one is like a special rule that I surprise. I get so I don't have to announce I'm using the assassination table if I surprise. Right, if you surprise, then then because I'm wondering if I can argue like, look, I'm going to try a surprise backstab. Right, and if they say, okay, you did surprise, can you give me? Do I get the assassin? Because I, I was announcing a backstab, not an assassination table. I just get to use the assassination table because I happen to surprise. Mm-hmm. Can you give me the assassination table? And then if it fails to backstab no, damage. I don't think so. You don't like that. I don't like that. I think the, the way it works is just like with the thieves' things. You have the, the, the thief, or the, in this case, the assassin has to tell you how they're gonna, why they are going to be su- surprising the victim. They're, they're moving silently. They're invisible. They're doing something that would allow them. They would determine, the DM would determine if the surprise happened. And then you would say, okay, I'm going to do an assassination. Now, you may not be successful because you may not know you've surprised the victim. Right, and I I guess the theory is that the assassination is different from a typical... A typical backstab is just sort of like, it's good, but the assassination is the more discerning. I know exactly where to put this to. I'm going to... I know this is the spleen or whatever, right? right? I don't yeah, know. I'm you're not an assassin. So but I'm, that's why I like the level. That's why I think it has to be for humans types. You can't assassinate, uh, you know, a doppelganger or this type of that. You don't know the points to kill people as you would. Oh, with so you that. play this just with humans and demi humans, right? And oh, humanoids or humanoids, things that have the, an anatomical structure that's similar to that. Black pudding. 
not can't a black assassinate a black man. You cannot assassinate a black man. You can't backstab <laughs> well, a black Well, I can. Man. I just can't use the assassination right. table. Right, you can't use the assassination table. So, yeah, so what we need, it sounds like Menyon, our, our great uh, dear friend in uh, Japan, he needs to set up Grog Khan East, it sounds like. I'm sorry, I had to interject yeah. because, you know, uh, mm. Vic is trying to get uh, him to come over here, So, uh, which would be awesome. But maybe we need a Grog Khan East, you know, because, again, Australia is right next to Japan, mm-hmm. so... Our, our, our David can fly up there and they could set up a game, Grog Khan East. That would be amazing. All right, yeah. Because if they set it up, I think we'd have to figure out how to get out there. I don't think we do it every year, but one no, year. No, 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 no. Come on, we're like the guild master, or, uh, the grandmaster. We, we just can't... collect 50% of the... Uh... Uh, the revenue at the door, or whatever. Oh, I case. see. We're just getting the draw. Well, we're like the, we're, we're, they're going to make us come out there, or at least have some cutouts or something like that. But okay, we're grandmasters. We, we are grandmasters. Grandfathers or whatever. It is. We're grand something. I'm not a grandfather. All right. I better not be. No. Well, uh, yeah. You only have one daughter, and she's she's just she's, in college. She's just in college. Yikes. Yeah. All right. So that's all very confusing. Uh, well, it, I think again. Like we said, to, and again, we have a lot of senior DMs here. A lot of people play a lot. If you're a beginning DM and you want to have that gritty campaign, you're going to allow uh, assassins into your part. You better figure this out first. Uh, and so the great news is, is that if I use a poison weapon, then I roll on the assassin's table. If that fails, then they still have to do a save versus poison. Oh, you know what I liked about this? Mm-hmm. Is that, once again, it gets nerfed, right? The... If a poison weapon is used, this is the player's handbook. Yeah. The victim must also make the saving throw versus poison or die. Die, yep. That gets that gets changed. That gets that right. gets yeah. Later the poisons are specified and, and you have different types of insinuative ingestive poisons. And and it sounds to me like Igex was saying if you want to get monster poison, you gotta kill the monster. It's not for right. sale in the market. Yes. Right? Because everyone would be like, Well, I want if you want super duper monster point, or you have to collect it, like you know, the bot the the uh, Giant spider collapses, and immediately you're jumping on it and grabbing the poison sacks out of it. Of course. All right. So I can learn. All right, let's finish some of these. Uh, so again, if 15 skills. to high intelligence, it can learn uh, other languages, uh, alignment languages, and basically can pretend to do that. And then there's a huge you're thing about... So, you've got to be so high level for those. Yeah. You really, right? I mean, you're not going to be learning languages. It's not like... Yeah. Correct. I guess you can read languages like a thief, two levels below. But you're going to be learning... So you get all the dex adjustments, but you're just like a thief. You get the racial adjustments, the dex adjustments, I assume. Yeah. Right on your thieving skills. I believe so. Uh, you got to be really high level to be learning these. I mean, you can learn Druidic. Right. i got to wait till then to learn Thieves' Camp. Oh, so does that mean I can't learn Thieves' Camp yeah. till later? So yeah. I say I'm a thief, Yeah, but and if, another thief starts talking Thieves' Camp. Right. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just making it up. Yeah. Well, you probably threaten them, you'll kill them. You just you say in Thieves' Camp like this. That's the only one word yeah, you learn. Yeah, it's the only Thieves' Camp I, I know. I'd kill you. Yeah, so... Yeah. They have the disguise thing. There's a huge paragraph. I've never seen assassins do the disguise thing. I, I'm usually seeing the gnomes trying to do change self, but illusionist. But but I like that. The disguise is pretty cool because yeah. it's really effective. I mean, you can like your your what um, height difference. Uh, you appear like different uh, races. I too, you think right? Like, yeah. And it says so. Here back to your spy. The th- secondary function is assassin's spying. The mission can be coupled with the stealing of some item. So, but again. If you look at the DMG and you make it super hard, so let's say we wanted to steal something from uh, Blood Axe, right? And you go to the right. Assassin's table, excuse me, the Spying table on page 20 again. Extraordinary, even at uh, ninth level, you only have a 40% chance, and it could take weeks to do it. And if you get caught, chance of discovery, bad things happen. 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's. Then you roll percent. There's a percentage tater plus twenty five on failure roll. Spy is caught. Spy is caught. Spy is killed. Bad things happen. I like so the uh, dwarf assassin is uh, the trap master. That's right. So the dwarf assassin, because you can you can. There's a section in the DMG about placing traps Setting for traps. both thieves that's right. and for assassins. That's right. And it's the same number. But it's very dangerous, right? Because I guess it'll go off on. That's you. on page twenty. Talks about it. And so, yeah, the dwarf, you know, does it by the trap. The gnome illusionist assassin, which we now know at least exists as an NPC. Yeah. Is, you know, the pit. You come walking out, and there's the yeah, pit. Yeah, and that's why it's super powerful, because now you can set up pits with uh, phantasmal force. And they don't even know why they died. You, you think the guy died by a heart attack. Exactly. They're brilliant. The yeah, gnome illusionist thief is the best. So the dwarf, it's, of course, yeah, you find the guy, he's, you know, laying down in some pit trap. Exactly. Or a falling block on his head. That would be awesome. It's well, suspicious. Well, let's, let's wait a couple minutes to talk more about that because we want Vic to come on. Vic, are you on uh, Skype? Let me see. I don't see you on Skype. So I like the disguise. And then, of course, you get the thieves' tertiary functions. I, before we're done, though, uh, with assassin, I do want to talk about why you'd have an assassin in the party. I don't like the assassin as a player class. I think you should be NBC. Right. And I want to be able to speak my mind at some point. We can. Speak your mind now. Oh, got it. Okay. What? Why, why do you... My, speaking my mind will involve a series of questions. <laughs> Okay. For you. Okay. Why do you have an assassin in the party? So um, I kind of like some of the things that were brought up here. They have a you, you build tension into the party. So, for instance, uh, if the campaign is set to save the king, maybe that person's uh, or or the king has been captured, and you have to save the king. Well, the person in there wants to assassinate the king. Okay, I agree. There. That's a one-off. So, uh, right, I placed a gnome assassin. In in the tournament adventure, and he had he had a task, and it wasn't terribly at odds with the party. It was a bit at odds, but not terribly. He was trying to better known kind, in his opinion, um, and so that was fun. But if you have a campaign, mm-hmm. and the person says, "Okay, so it's it's session zero, right?" And I'm like, "I want to be a, I want to be an, I want to be a uh, an assassin, right?" That's problematic, isn't it? Oh, hold on, go ahead. That's problematic because now the camp, most campaigns are not built for assassins long term. Right. Are they, Vic? They're not. Hold on. We're going to get Vic online. He's, he's joining right. us. Let me get him and we can, set Maybe we'll throw the question out to him yeah, before he... Good. Right? And that means I have to put these on, right? Yeah, at some point you have to. Despite the fact that I spent a lot of time on my hair. Wait, I think I hear him. You should. Vic, I can, I can hear you, Vic. Can you hear him? Can our listeners hear me? No, not yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Does he hear us? Houston, I can hear you, Vic. Yes, I can. Yes, I heard you talking about me. That wasn't very nice. I'm not worth. I'm not worth it. I'm three, not worth it. Three, two, one, boom! Vic, you're there. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. All right, Grogcock Empire. Hopefully, you can hear Vic. He's sharing his screen. How are How are you today? Ah, oh, just fine, just fine. A little early in the morning, but you know what the hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vic, Vic, why would you? Why should an assassin be permitted in a party that is a long-term campaign as opposed to a one-off? Well, hold it here. Let's 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 take the root of this. Um, an assassin can be lawful neutral. It says in the book that they start out evil. They could go back to neutral. So what? wait, wait, whoa, whoa, stop. Where's that? What's going on? I'm lost. What's going on here? 
Uh, no, you don't tell me you're talking about the book that shall not be named. No, 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 no. Uh, page um, 28, second paragraph. Oh, oh. We, love, a, we love sites here. We like <laughs> sites. All right. Page 28, second paragraph. Right. Okay. And read it right there. They can be neutral as regards to lawful and chaotic evil. So they can be neutral evil. Yeah, that's how I, I always read that. it. They I always are evil. I compare I compare an assassin, especially a status-sponsored uh, assassin, to James Bond or a Mitch yeah. Rapp or somebody like that, where okay. they're 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 uh, they're paid for by the state to go take care of the state's enemies, and that's all they take care of. They're not freelancers that go out and just go, oh, hey, hey, Dan, you want me to murder James? You know, you're a private citizen. You know, give me some cash. I'll go take care of James really quick. You know? Hold on. Dan's got to fix My his hair. My hair looked terrible. Why did no one ever tell? Where's the production <laughs> government telling me that? Okay, but so let's say, let's say, Vic, that I play it that the assassin has to be evil. Right. And James, I'm throwing this out to you too and all our listeners. If it's a long-term campaign, why in the world would you have an assassin? I mean, they're evil. You can't have any paladins. You're certainly not going to have a ranger with you. I well, you could either. have a paladin, just like you could have a, with the chaotic neutral thief. They just couldn't announce themselves oh, okay. as, hey, I'm the assassin who's evil. That would be problematic. And Which means and that in my campaign, gentlemen, I make sure everybody who says they're an assassin are, are available for player versus player combat. If you tell me ahead of time i'm rolling up an assassin but i'm gonna play a fighter you know they're in that disguise they're they're doing their or i'm playing a thief guess what you're safe until that point that they discover that they're an assassin you know okay so unless the assassin is not disclosing their assassin and they have their own agenda which is different from that of the party right when in the world would you use an assassin as a player character where he was part of the group and had the same sort of goal. I mean, because the assassin is designed to kill mm -hmm. individuals. I mean, it seems to me that's inconsistent with what a party is doing. Right. Generally, I would agree with that. I think this, it'd have to be a very specific circumstance. You'd have to have a player who would not use it to just turn on the party after session three. They would have to have a mission that is specific to the campaign that you're running. Like they, they, have a, they want to kill the king because the king murdered his whole family. And, and so he's right. setting aside all his other things. He has one mission or the evil overlord. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend of mine. And or, that, uh, go ahead. Or he's or like a genie. Genie has a, an assassin in my name. So, so my players better not be listening here. <laughs> but Jeannie uh -oh. plays, Jeannie, Jeannie's playing an assassin in the game, and she was charged to protect the princess. So anybody who makes an attempt on the princess or she feels that they are making an attempt on the princess, she goes and assassinates them before, you know, they can get to her. So, you know, there's a, there's a mission there, and she's state-sponsored, so she's being paid to do this job, you know. So that's why she is part of the group, because she's looking over the back of the druid, you know? Uh, well, yeah, I would just say one thing. For, if you have new players, like we have basically pickup games, and we have people that are... I wouldn't want the first guy to show up, like we talked about, hey, I'm new to the party, I want to be an assassin. That's not going to work. Yeah, because... You've you got to know the people you're playing with. Because that changes. I mean, that, that 
the DM has an idea of what their campaign is going to be. Yeah. The DM is now going to have to adjust. If you're a magic user or a cleric or a thief or a fighter, the DM does not have to do any adjusting to the campaign. Yeah. If you announce you want to be an assassin, what you're basically saying, in my opinion, yeah. if it's a new game right. and you're one of characters, you're saying, I want you to adjust your adventures to accommodate me wanting to be an assassin. No, That's I, just the way I feel it. Right. As well, opposed to... As a, but now... But a if, paladin has a similar thing, not as egregious, which is... Agreed. If I'm a paladin, there's a bunch of classes agreed. and things you cannot... Other people cannot play. Agreed. So I think proper etiquette is to say, to, if you want to be a paladin, you will need to say to the rest of the party, hey guys, I'm thinking of being... I got great roles. I'm thinking of being a paladin. That means that other members need to be good. What do you guys think? Not right. just announcing I'm a paladin. If you want to be an assassin... I think you need to actually go separately to the DM in private and be like, I'm interested in playing Assassin. Would, thank you. Would, would that work in, in your adventure? Yeah, and I, I, I pretty much allow everything as long as the motivation is okay when it comes to character classes. If I don't know the person, then the answer is no. So my dear friend Vic, who I love to death, we have a great time, he would not, I would not allow him to be in my, if I had a campaign where I was running for a year and Victor strolled down and said, hey, I want to be an assassin. No, the answer is no. It'd be entertaining. It, well, if I wanted to blow up my group right. and, 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 and Vic have a great time, yeah, that would be awesome. But if we have a consistent game, I'd say no, you, we're not going to do that. If it was a one-off or a sure. short campaign sure. where everyone knew this was going to end in five sessions, absolutely, that would be great. Um, and, you know, to me, that's that's the style. But I wouldn't that would allow... That would be experience there, James, from my paranoia playing, would it? Yes. No, there wouldn't be anything of that. But yeah, you played your thing, it was fun, and everyone had a good time, and that's great. But, you know, if you've got this deep story, you've been playing for a year, and, you know, the party's been going through all these travails, and then some jabroni shows up and wants to, you know, YOLO and, and, and blow up the party and assassinate people? No, that's, that's I, I, I'm not, I go back to, I'm still the host of this group and I'm going to do it. But, but going in, session zero, if, if that's where the group is going, I don't have a problem. I, would you see this is why I allow player versus player combat. So, if, you know, yeah. if they pull out a, a bleed oh. with, a, with a poison, you know, and a fighter sees it, you're open right there for combat. Right. I mean, right. you know, it's just, or, you're, you're offed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they can or if a grandma with a broom. Or grandma sees, with a broom, yeah. right. Sees it. <laughs> and, then, and then the assassin murders the grandma. You know, some, the ranger's probably going to have a problem with that. Yeah, the paladin might be unhappy with that. Wait, what's going on? I, I think what happens, unfortunately, you either get, there's the, the one side, which is the paladin, the ranger, know that the guy's a person's assassin, and they ignore it, which is bad. You know, yeah, they, they yeah kinda, I don't think you're a paladin anymore, are they you? They kind of walk away. Well, it, that's up to the DM. They, you know, you no, hope they wouldn't. If there's a oh. paladin in my group, there would definitely be a dead assassin or, right. or a dead, dead paladin. But I right. don't have any. I don't have any paladins in my group right now. Or or you, or you or you get yeah. the the thing where like Vic is saying, yeah, if the, if the assassin tries to assassinate and the paladin sees it, it's game on. It's not. Oh well, I'm going to you know honor, he's going to stone call uh, try to kill him. Once someone's going down, the fun part is can you keep that tension going where it's some plausible deniability but not ridiculousness of you know you uh, when the paladin or the cleric gets no alignment or there's some way you know because again detect evil yeah. as we said doesn't do that. I think it's more problems than it's worth and most 
things you're, we run, you're, you're not going to get in that situation. And I would just tell people no. But people run all kinds of games. I wonder if you could have, you know, so there's this game, Thieves Guild, and, you know, people yeah. run all people Thieves Adventures. Yeah. I wonder why. I haven't seen a lot with Assassin's Guild. Like, you could run it a one-off sure. where everyone's an assassin. I mean, right. I think part of the problem is it, that's getting a little... Macabre, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's, well, well you're, you're, it's one thing to, like, loot the palace. It's another thing, well, okay, what's our mission tonight? Want well, to assassinate somebody? I we're going to assassinate multiple people. You, everyone drop their plans, and then we roll percentages, and then we're done. Right. Well, yeah, we're, that's right. That's a quick game. Yeah. You just, you <laughs> well, just, that's true. You, you, you survived. You got caught. You were killed. Uh, here's your so experience So is that going to be incomprehensible death? And Vic is just rolling well, on the assassin Vic, table? Vic is going to Vic is gonna do that in just a minute. But he wanted to talk about traps and poisons because, you know, Vic is a big fan of traps and poisons. traps. He's shown that a number of times. And he's a big t- thing of that. So, Vic, well, what's your take on traps and poisons when related to assassins? Well, you all, do, do you either of you have a Grimtooth Traps? He does. I, I don't have it with me. I have the first one. You have the first one? Yeah, it's the same I with me. Thing. I have that one, too. And uh, you, as you're looking through it, some of them are quite inventive, but are they practical? You know? Yeah. I, I mean, are they really practical? Are you going to be setting up this trap unless it's a tomb or a, well, Raiders of the Lost Ark sort of thing where the ball comes down and, you know, he's going to, he's got all the, all the stuff going on there. Is that really a practicality for a lair where people are moving in and out back and forth and stuff like that? Well, it's not. It's going to be, you know, for those tombs or where the treasure is or something like that so that, uh, uh, that's protected against raiders or looters or whatever your average PC party, which is that's what they're there for, is to get as much money and loot as possible. Um, now, that's the way I run it in my campaign. I try not to put any, you know, major traps in a, into the uh, into any module. I mean, Dan, you've seen a couple of them in the Keep of Blood Red Falls, but they're fairly simple and easy to operate traps. They're not, um, you know, complicated or complex to uh, have to reset or anything like that. Now, as for poisons, I don't know if either of you have uh, printed this out, but I got this here from Dragon Magazine, issue number 32. Dragon 32. Oh, that's acceptable. 32. 32 is acceptable. Yes, tell all. It's poisons from A to triple or double X. And if you read through it, there there is uh, different types of poisons, strengths, and everything else that you can use. Uh, and, and they have sleep poisons. So, you know, if you're an assassin that's a lot lawful neutral, you would probably most likely try to use like a sleep poison, I would say. Well, if you're... Right. You know, chaotic evil, you're going for instant death, you know, triple X, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then there's different types of poisoning from ingested, water, water soluble, skin contact, and a poison gas. Well, if it's a water soluble, you just slip it in your drink at the tavern, you know. Dan's sitting there drinking a beer, and, you know, he gets distracted by a harlot, and, and uh, some guy slips behind him and drops a tablet in his his drink he gets roofied and next no. thing he knows his head is sitting on the on the bar table <laughs> now that's not no no I, that's not what i was distracted by i was distracted by james the serving boy being de, uh, decapitated <laughs> eviscerated by Erdlin, eviscerated by er, no, the, uh, eviscerated is that's that's the patent or whatever it is the what's our the patent whatever our bird is 
Oh, the Patreon. Yeah, that does eviscerate. Yeah. So, yeah, so on Dragon 32, uh, there's a nice uh, few-page article about poison. So there you go. You can look at that and augment it. Yes. I give that to all my, uh, all my uh, assassins that come into the game, and then I also keep one for myself at the table just in case something they want to do or something creative to uh, get past an objective or whatever. You know, yeah, you, you you know you have a DM who's friendly to assassins when you say I want to play an assassin and they hand you, and they hand you material like a starter pack, <laughs> right? There's his traps and here's a poison char. Yeah, it's like you know a hundred pages of reading. Well, and um, <laughs> the other part to that too is you know do, do you make them poisons difficult to acquire? I mean, obviously trivial ones should be relatively oh, yeah. easy, but oh, some yeah. of these wow. more exotic ones would probably be very difficult, and and that could even be some of the quests. Uh, uh, or part of the adventures, you know, why are we going after this, uh, uh, you know, giant snakes uh, in this cavern? Oh, there's a gem in there. Well, actually, the assassin doesn't even care about the gem. Well, I've I've actually run it where the player said, oh, I want the poison sack out of that uh, snake. And I'm like, like, okay, fine. Let's, Let's see if you can get it out without busting it or, you know. You know, this requires some skill here. What are your skills? You know, go back to their secondary Secondary skills. skills. I was just about to say that. Exactly. What is... And we'll see see if they can actually get to the poison sack without poisoning themselves or something. Because some some of those contacts are poison... Or contact poisons. And... And the player gets it on. And boom, they're dead. (laughs) Yeah, I was was looking for... Yeah, it's pretty early. The poison. Like, so, oh, you can poison. Yeah, I was looking at the poison thing. Yeah, the second series skills are, are page twelve. What's that got to do? You mean like you have a secondary skill that makes it easier some, for yeah. you to extract? Maybe I there's know. you know uh, tanning or tailoring or or taxidermy. I don't know what. Not gambler. To, not right. gambler. A hunter might be a good hunter. One. Would yeah. be that. You know, husbandmen maybe. Come on, animal husbandry. I don't know. No, I would. Well, yeah, you can might might milk a cow or milk a, <laughs> milk something. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you never know. Um, okay, got it. But, um, but then, but then you guys realize there's also a shield, uh, uh, not uh, shelf life of these poisons too. Right. It doesn't talk about this in here, and I, I like to play that too. Where, you know, poisons only are active for so long, especially inside a body. I had a, a group go into the village of Hamlet, and then they went to the. Um, Mode house, and one of my players got hit with a natural 20 by the snake and got the full uh, poisoning by the uh, uh, was a viper, I think it was in the, in, in Village of Hobland. Right. And, and it was a great debate on Facebook where we we're sitting there. Well, how long does this poison last inside the body? Is there a, a shelf life to that, yeah. to that stuff? The character died. So would the poison still be active after so many hours? Would the you know, would the cleric have to put a neutralized poison on before he raised the dead? If he raised the dead before the neutralized poison, would he fall back dead again? So these are things you have to adjudicate as a do you do you choice? Do you so you're uh, actually let's say the party attacks Stingley, one of the party members is killed, then the periton comes. Do you throw the dead body towards the periton? The periton eats the heart. Does he die because it's poison? Oh, there you go. That's what basically what but, Vic's talking right, about. Right. But the heart, but the heart of the, the scorpion wouldn't have the poison in it. It would just be the tail. So it's no it right. No, no. What I'm know. saying is the a party shows up, attacks Stingley. Stingley 
poisons one of the party members. Right. They, they, they somehow defeat Stingley. They move down the thing. That was a periton. Don't attack it. Throw check, the, check, check the, no, the dead check, gnome. Check the dead gnome at him. And, he's toxic. Uh, yeah, he's right. toxic. And, and would would that work? Would, would the poison be there still? Would, it, would the periton have to, you know, are we going to do a um, progression of the poison is it going to be better or worse or what's going to happen yeah. for the periton? If the periton eats that human heart, how many hours afterwards is that poison still viable or not? Very good. Go I ruled out as follows. Uh, 20% chance. That's right. <laughs> um, wait, is it but poison needle traps? Because Vic is absolutely right. The DMG talks about poison lasting so long on a blade. Why do poison, I mean, every module you see, whether it's a, it's a pit trap with spikes, have poison on them, let's say, or a poison needle trap, how is that poison remaining right. uh, long term. that long? But, I mean, no one says a poison needle uh, trap doesn't there, work isn't anymore. is there a spell in the clerics, a cleric spell? Oh. If I remember right, there's a preserving stuff in it. Yeah, oh. I think it is uh, it a ceremony? Yeah, no, that's the book. Oh. That's the book that shall not be named. It's He's in the t- book that shall not be named. Uh, there's ceremony. I think in ceremony, there's a way to preserve something for a long time. So let's say it's a cleric assassin or cleric po- thief who's setting this trap, putting the poison on it, and he does a ceremony spell. So now that poison lasts for you know ages. Um, let's see here. Well, and, and, and I guess the other concept to that is, and it's talked about some people in Tomb of Horrors, you know, this ancient tomb that obviously lots of people have gone through, but yet when you go through it, it's always evergreen. Right. Maybe there's some kind of, uh, the, you know, there's that idea that the dungeon is alive. So there's like, like what do you have, like these uh, Link boys or people yeah. like the, so you have like the poison guys right. comes around. Yeah, someone keeps reapplying Very this. dangerous job. Right. The mortality rate, or there could be the uh, zombie that's you know in the tomb that yeah. goes around because he's dead already. Doing the that what your orders are? I need to be a dozen words or less or something, right? right. To replenish the poison that's once right. a week, right? And go around. around. Yep, just keep well, no, just have a circuit. General, right. and there's dried poisons, as in water-soluble poisons. So if it's a dried poison and it's sitting on the blade, as soon as it hits contacts with water. It would instantly release, you know. Oh, those, there you go. Those, those toxins, you know. So maybe it's like a dehydrated, like to your point, a dehydrated poison. Like dried herbs. Yeah, and then as soon as it gets inje- in- injected into the person, that's that's the trigger that turns it back on. Yeah. This is this is just is really life affirming. This, this a very special <laughs> episode. You think you should title this a very special. Well, this would be All Saints episode. Day. Typically, the day at was well, two days after uh, Halloween. All Saints Day. Well, we're just trying to get more saints to go to heaven in this case. Right, gotcha. We're having more of them. Go- You're like the paladin. That's right. You're going to. You know, That's right. This, repent. I'm. I'm. Kill you. I'm uh, shedding your mortal coil so you can go to a better place. Right. Thank you, sir. Which is why paladins should use poison blades. It's just uh, right. It's, why not? Move things along. That's right. <laughs> things along. <laughs> Expedite the process. Right is quicker. Life affirming. That's right. Yeah, why do you gotta like stick a knife in me? Can't you just poison me? That's right. For just God's sake. Make this quick. Please. Get it over. He's with. like, no, no, no. The knife. No, the sword is quicker. I'm just gonna cut your head off. 
so, fast. So, Vic, uh, I, you had uh, t- uh, messaged us that you, you uh, wanted to get into this indescribable, incomprehensible death segment. So um, He's like, that's made for me. That, that is. He saw that, and he's like... This is this is big source written all over. So we are we are. Who are you? Let's talk about our characters. Yes. Who are you? So are you ready? By the way, Vic. Uh, I'm to, uh, beyond ready. I've been planning this for days. <laughs> okay, good. So uh, who are you, James? I am rude, crude, and crass, <laughs> aka Rudy Butterfinger. I'm Rudy Butterfingers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, these stats, are they exactly the same? So no. you're, half, you're a half-orc, level yeah, one thief. Yeah, I'm a level one, I'm a thief. <laughs> I know I'm a, what is that, a burglar? What's level one? It's a burglar. It's cutthroat? Am I a cutthroat? Don't call me. I'm a rogue, excuse me. Don't call me. I'm not a level one it's thief. It's pronounced Rude Crudengrass. Your last name is Crudengrass. I, I'm Rude Crudengrass. <laughs> Rudy Butterfingers. Butterfingered. <laughs> All right. So what do you want? What are your stats? Oh, come on, you got to tell the What am I, metagaming? Yes, you got to tell, the fans want to know. Uh... Uh, six, uh, the six, six, three, nine, thirteen, and and three. Wait, but, you can't. You have two scores below six. That's not possible. You'd have to be an assassin. Oh, that's what, what happened. I don't know. That's. Oh, there it is. But I discarded two, so uh, the DM made an error and permitted the player to proceed. I oh, see. I see. Okay, got it. <laughs> so All already, right. Vic is allowing things to happen. What's your okay. AC? Uh, it's good again. Ten. Right. Hit, good. Point. Hit points. Oh, I got. T- uh, I have more than zero. You have one. I have one. Do you have a magic weapon? <laughs> yes, it's called stubs. The club. Stubs. Stubs the, the club. club. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like about it? Uh, it, it I, I, I sometimes I fight and I just wake up and I'm dizzy. <laughs> I see a fifty percent chance that it will attack the wielder in a berserker fashion. With two, two attacks. attacks per round. Yeah. And here's your. Now we're brothers. Here's your specialty. Uh, mugging, oh, oh. Old, mugging old ladies. Yeah, that's that sounds great. They're oh, easy, except with the ones that I avoid the ones with the broom. Exactly. <laughs> and don't forget your patron deity. Well, that's weird. Wait, Corellin? Wait, isn't that an elven deity? Wow, that's hey, that's great. I love. He's a good guy. Oh yeah, your brother told you that that was an orc deity. Yeah. And you're worshiping an wow. elf without realizing it. Oh, yeah, he's. Po- I love the pointy ears. That's that good. Character's terrible. All right, I am, I am half an ogre. Half an ogre. Half an ogre, yeah. I'm a half ogre, fighter, level five, chaotic evil. You're six foot ten. You're a foot and a half taller than me. <laughs> yep. Really? Wow. I have a longsword plus two. I have a strength of 1851. I do only have an eight intelligence, an eight wisdom, an eight dexterity. I have a con of 18, a charisma of six. I have chainmail plus one. I'm AC three. I have 41 hit points. I, uh, uh, my patronity is grumpsh from my days working as a mercenary in the Broken Bone Tribe. For which I was awarded the Bloody Heart Medal. Uh, so we're brothers. We have uh, the same. We have the same. Uh, same mom. Ogre. She had, she had o- a orc, orc mother. Well, she did it with an orc, and I do. Yeah. And then orc. with an ogre. One's half me. ogre. One's half yeah. orc. Right. So yeah. she was. She. We have different dads. Very for kunk. As she uh, likes. She likes as, the, as David Thompson. Our mom likes, likes the bad boy. That's right. Apparently, she's she's the roadie at the <laughs> rock. She was at Monsters she wasn't of Rock. The roadie, no, the orc, the orc, and the ogre were the roadies. Okay, Monsters she's about, of Rock. Around. That's right. <laughs> she got a she got a backstage pass. That's apparently Monsters of Rock when it came through. Okay. Twice. So that's who we are. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, Affin. Uh, all right, Rudy Butterfingers. I don't. You know, I don't like calling me that. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call me in the thieves guild. Nah, they're keep, just jealous. You keep dropping your thieves picks until here. You dropped. 
You're forgetting uh, your picks and tools. Steve's picks are stupid. Just bash old lady. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Remember that happened to you last time with that woman with the broom? You mugged a little old lady and you got the keys to her house. Oh, good. You actually succeeded. Hey, look at this. Wow. <laughs> I got it. I love it. Okay. All right. All right. Now you finally did something worthwhile, Rudy right. Butterfingers. Shut Rudy, up or I'll you, hit you again. You know where she lives. And uh, you, you called your brother up uh, and you got him uh, got him to come to the tavern and you decide it's time to go rob the little old lady oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) she has a house uh, down off of uh, uh, good way (laughs) good way good way way. awful good way that's right off of pious and good way (laughs) let's go I love killing religious women ah they scream the best you know where she you know exactly where she lives. You know she isn't home because she's in the hospice. You hurt her so bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Is that for, yeah, we better hurry before yeah. she gets discharged. Yeah. Chaotic. I don't like when they scream and squeal. It's good. Yeah. Yes. Your chaotic evil, for criminy's sake. What did you care? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is going to be go good. <laughs> you finally are doing something. Well, maybe, hopefully there's like a cat or a gnome or something that we can yes, torture and I kill. I agree. Half and half and you, you walk up to your brother and you're like, what do you want? What do you need? And he says, I can't get into the house. The door's jammed. I can't figure out why the key won't work. So you're going You're going with your brother because you're the you're the character with 18. What is your strength? You know, 1851. You yeah, know, come on. You, your brother knows that you're going to be able to, you know, put your shoulder into the door and that thing's going to splinter wide open. You're going to be able to rob this little old lady. No problem. Right? All right. Let's do All right. it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. You need my help again? Oh, uh, right. yeah. All right. Let's go. I got keys. You know it's bad when I'm the smart one with an eight intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? I don't think you're actually able to function. I <laughs> say, <laughs> <laughs> we need to get James some fake drool there. Yeah. Uh, what? What, happened? what just happened? We're definitely dumb and dumber. <laughs> Yay! Oh my. Um, anyways, the adventures of dumb and dumber. Anyways, you know you can't go around the, through the front door. Her neighbors will definitely see you. And we, you know, we realize it. that? Wait, do we need to make an intelligence check to know that? Are, I th- you, I think, are you sure we know that? I don't combined. Know. I don't. That's true between the two of us. Right. Two heads are better than one. All right. We bash our heads. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, that seems so like a bad idea. So you back through the alley. You, you jump over the little picket fence. Go Seven foot her. ogre. That's Do we look suspicious? Is there going to be profiling? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we better not get stopped by the guard. That's illegal. That's profiling. That's right. You're doing this in the dead of night. There's no ah, moon out. The moon's well, Greyhawk are, are covered, you know, and there's clouds. So there's, you know, it's really, really dark out. You know, you've actually picked the most opportune time to do wow. this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. The one smart move tonight, you know. Nice. <laughs> That's right. All right, so this is a kinder, gentler. I suspect something's not right. This is a kinder, gentler, Victor. We have a good plan. This we is do. Good. This plan is excellent. This is going to work great. That's right. Yeah. Uh, shush, shush, shush. Go ahead. Go ahead. You jump over the. You jump over the fence. Go through her truck garden, and you sneak up the back steps. Wait, he needs to make a dex check when he jumps over the fence. Oh, I climb walls. Yeah. 
No, dex check, jumping over the fence. Oh. You said jump. What's your dex? Yeah! Oh. And I scream, yeah, I did it, oh, three. Mate. I made it too. Awesome. We're great. We're great. Have we been drinking? Probably. We were at the bar. When don't we pub, just? We? You've been drinking. Your your senses are dis, dis diminished. You know. You have to I wait for the, the proper time when everybody I think else we're going, goes. We're to going sleep. to the dungeon for a while. Well, look, the problem is, if I take any damage, I'll be out. So I got to at least make it to the house. Oh, that's true. If you if you had not made your dex check on the fence, you would have died. I would have died. <laughs> died right then. <laughs> I'd like to get to the house at least. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. So we go up to the door. James, using his thieves tools, tries the first, you know, Jimmy the 20, Lock. There's a 20% chance they'll break because they're yeah. old. And, oh, 10% chance of breaking because they're old and used. Okay. So, all right. I'll roll all that. Right. Hold on. 53. Well, they didn't break. break. Uh, they're right. bending. Good yeah. tool. But so, for, some reason, for some reason, James, it just doesn't work. Maybe the lock is too rusted or something uh, like that. You're terrible. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, so, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sticking. You, I don't know. You, you push, you know, you punch a half in the shoulder and say, break it down. Uh, so, no, yes, I will. Am I right? rolling an open door or what am I doing? Or am I just busting oh, no, no, it down? No. Roll a 20 sided die. Roll it. Do I want hot? Well, Street you'll tell me. Nine. Oh, nine. Oh, yes. Oh, no problem. So Halfen goes up there, gives it a little bump with his shoulder, and you hear the wood crack, and it, it flies open. Good All one, right. brother. Check for traps, you numbskull. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be traps. Oh, there's no traps. Okay. This old lady. What could be wrong? Okay, I trust you. You're, spirit. You're, you're the thief. You yeah, would know. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Going in. So you go in, and... Oh, I mean... Does this lady live here? I mean, she's a hoarder. She's, she, I mean, there's cops. Hey, that's someone's there. mother. Don't call her a hoarder. Oh, your, our mom was a hoarder. Our mom was a hoarder. <laughs> and we didn't like when they said nah, that. Don't call our moms a hoarder. That's yeah. terrible. Go Wait, ahead. No, no. He said hoarder. We hit the mother load. Oh, Look at all this stuff. stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's man. all useless junk as far oh. as you can see. And old dragon magazines. That's right. There's a box of old dragon. Is that worth no, it? Can I see a little brown? No, it's not magazines. Oh, cat fancier. <laughs> I see a little brown box. Cat fancy. Cat, cat fancy oh. magazines. Cats are here. Oh, Shh, Watch out, cat. Snack. She's a cat fancier. Snack. Go this, ahead. I want to hear noise. You're searching room to room. You see spider webs. You're seeing millipedes and stuff like that. And uh, okay, Dan, a white globular substance flies and hits you in the face. That's that's just wrong. Hey, you got something on your face. <laughs> hey, what are you doing over there? I was back here, man. I know you were. No. Yes. No. What are you doing? No, I'm not doing it. I saw my thieves tools out. <laughs> okay. What's what? Uh, what happened? Oh. What the hell? What the hell? Well, Dan. Uh, In the name of Grumsh. What the Grumsh? It burns you. Uh, I bet it does burn. Uh, Dan suffered two points of damage from this white goggular substance that uh, you didn't know where it came uh, from. Demon seed. So uh, 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 I look around. It's it's dark because, you know, we can see a dark 
Uh, I see, sir. Oh, you see uh, nothing. Uh, uh, I put someone in. Ah! Ah! What's this? All right, uh, James. No you, sharing. You, you know, you walk in a little further into the room, and uh, oh, misses you again. Uh, so you're, you're exploring, you're searching things, and you find a room. You're hearing noise from the back of the door. What are you going to do? Back of the door? Are we back? Uh, half it. Get in there. It's probably the goose shooter. Shooter. Oh, going in. Get it. Yeah, I'm getting the it. door or anything? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Bash it. Bash it. Bash the door. Bash the door. Uh, We're tough. Roll, make a roll, Dan. Nin oh, you don't do it. 19. I failed my strength you check. You smashed the door. That's what I was doing. Ugh. I used my head. Oh. Dan, Dan, Dan gives it the shoulder, and it's like it's, something, something's not right. The door is more solid than it looks. I mean, it looks leather stressed. Uh, All can right, I, can, I, can I try to open locks? See if it's locked. Hey, try. All right, see, uh, I'm gonna try. Do open. I have like little stars so you put, above you my put head? The, your ear up to the door, and oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I got. Oh, do you want me to hear noise? Yeah. Uh, I got three and twenty chance. You I want me to roll it? You're gonna roll it for me. You can roll for roll it. Oh, I was there. Did you see, it was it was oh. I, I I failed twelve. All right, it was yeah, a one. No in luck, there. Butterfingers. I don't hear anything. Are you gonna try to? Okay. All right. There's wax in your ears. Yes, and and speaking of ears, you feel like something has crawled in there. Ah. Ah. <laughs> that, ah. That's not unusual. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so you stick your finger in your ear and you wiggle it around and, and you think it's done, but you you can't tell. So you go up to nah. the rock. I'm it's, always dizzy. That's okay. You go up to the lock. Earwig assassin. Open that right. lock, James. Nope. 87. My tools break. They just snap. <laughs> oh, son of a... <laughs> it, it drops in there. A, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Coralon, why? Uh, that's an elf, Danny, you numbskull. He's good. No, he's an elf. He, 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 shot, he shot Grumsh. He hates so you. You searched so search the rest of the house except for this room because... You can't get in it for some no. reason. Right? Uh, yeah. You find nothing of value. You go back to the bar, you're drinking, everything else, and you go to bed that night. In uh, the morning, you wake up dead. Oh, Wake Up Dead. That's a great song by Megan. Both of us? Or just the earwig dude? Are we both dead? Is half an over dead? You're both uh, dead. Dan, uh, you look like a giant fungus has, has, has attacked you and. You didn't notice it. And James, some earworms have went into your ear, laid their eggs, and crawled into your brain and killed you. <laughs> Would I have more intelligence at that point? Because I was at six. I no, may be more. You're at zero. Oh. <laughs> darn it. Man, I never should have teamed up with you on an adventure. Well, at least I'm not a fungus. There's a fungus among us. Well, thank you, Vic. That's, uh, the fungus that has covered Dan's body. He's got, when they find you in the morning, you're, you're laying there dead. And Dan's, Dan is, Dan's body is covered by fungus with mushrooms coming out. Oh, that sounds... Is, is my charisma higher? <laughs> right. Is it now an Possibly. eight? But what was the room's going to need to be burned that you're in because, uh, well... That fungus is, will affect everybody that comes into that room. Well, so so in the town of Garreton, which is probably where we're staying, which again, if you want to do assassins, the classic uh, dungeon or adventure is the Assassin's Knot L2, which has an Assassin's Guild and everything else. So we probably uh, 
was there, and, but I'm sure the inn of Abraham has had to be set on fire because it's full of <laughs> earwigs and fungi. So, well, thank you, Vic. Thank uh, you, Vic. That that's was, awesome. We appreciate being that was slaughtered. Incomprehensible. It was clear we had no idea what happened. We would never know. We just wouldn't wake up. I think next time we're going to have to be smarter characters because we wouldn't have had any idea even if we got hit by a sword. I, my, guy gets, <laughs> my guy gets attacked by his own weapon. <laughs> <laughs> only, only half the time. Oh, you didn't even pull out your weapons. Right, we didn't get it. Did, it wasn't necessary. This was the easy mark. It's amazing how long you can survive with your own weapon. That's right, with one hit point. <laughs> it's, so, an, it's a new weapon. You just bought it. Uh, awesome. Hey, so are you are you running this weekend, Dan? I mean, Vic? Uh, I am running um, Temple of Elemental Evil with Jeannie, one of my friends, Simon, and my children here at the house. Wonderful. Next week, we're going back to the temple, or not the temple, the monastery of Tasset, the one that I'm going to be running at uh, GaryCon, uh, which has made uh, somebody throw up in their mouth already by my descriptions of things inside of here, which is an evil necromancer, and he's using a gate spell to, or a gate cube to bring in monsters, and he's killing them, taking apart body parts, storing them away, and, and uh, my descriptions of some of the stuff have made made a, a female uh, uh, player of mine uh, retch in her mouth. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, no, kind of like no. your character retched in her, his mouth when he got globbed. He did get globbed. I was globbed. Uh, so I assume you guys are going to play this weekend? Uh, no, next weekend you're playing. Next you're, weekend I'm running. And I'm running the day after. Right. So this weekend we have off. Right. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they're going to start descent into the depths of the earth. Which is D one? Wow! Ooh. They're moving oh, on. I I that one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, if you come, depending on when you come during Christmas, it may be the day I run, and we'll be in either that or we'll be in the uh, Shrine of the Kutoa at that point. So that would be great. What about you? Sure, we can. I yep. can also bring the monastery in Tasset. It should be done by then. And uh, awesome. Uh, the the uh, just let's talk demon idol name. Demon Snap. Idol name. Yes. yes. Notice I put a background behind it so it would oh, be a little looks, darker. It looks fantastic. Now i got to find you a better uh, light so it flickers. Uh, it doesn't flicker enough. That uh, I'll, I'll go look for one. I'll, I'll look for one. Don't. I mean, we appreciate everything you've done. I, I just got to add to my list. i got to get to look online. But if you see one, send it to me. I'll be happy to buy it because this is awesome. We really appreciate it. Well, I, I bought a pack of uh, 36 of them for, on Amazon for like, uh, I think it was like, eight bucks or something like that and gotcha. i make these little fireplaces for my for my crew and we paint them up so it's like oh you're camping well it's nighttime here's your camp nice. set up yeah. so we got tents the whole nine yards and i make them you know do the how are you walking where are you at and then you know i do the random roll dice which direction the attack is coming from sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad and you know and speaking of things i pulled out my uh uh Critical hit, critical fail dice now in the game. Nice. My, player, my players have decided they don't want to play them anymore. So it's like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll try this for a while and see what happens. You know, no more easy kills of giants and stuff like that. Now they're really going to have to fight. <laughs> well, and you know, we talked about it during GrogCon. That you know, I I would agree with them, but. I think it'll come back. That's something that they probably just got burnt so many times that they're tired of dying horribly but they'll they'll want it back because mm -hmm. every time they roll a 20 you'll be like oh too bad we don't have the critical roll again 
They'll they'll want it back without a doubt. So absence makes the heart go fonder. It does. It does. What about Dorso the demon? Uh, uh, Dorso. Dorso. No, Dorso no, 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 no. I was thinking. I was thinking. Uh, we we should. Is this is Dram Dave Trappier's uh, thing? So I was going to say. Dave? Yeah. yeah. Dave Trappier. Dave the demon. No, no he was thinking. Tra- I was thinking Trapezool or something like that. Yeah. It's just something that homage to him. You know, it's sort of. Uh, because he's like the one who created that. We just, you know, we're just uh, using it right. for our thing. Trepazool or Dezool or something like that. Right. Okay. Well, we'll put that on Twitter. I got a couple polls I got to do. So we'll have another time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to... <laughs> I don't know. We're getting some more followers now, so it's it's moving up. So, but yeah, we definitely need to name it. And uh, you have the first right of refusal since you are the uh, thing of it. So we'll put the names up. As long as and, it, is, uh, it is a fluffy or something, you know. <laughs> is it, well, d- uh, demon, demon McDemon face, which is probably what they'll come up with, you know, yeah. the, the typical thing. Yes. So, well, very good, Vic. I appreciate it. Like I said, we look forward to seeing you. It's not going to be that long—a few weeks—and yeah. get to run some games and um, appreciate being killed horribly again. We, that seems to be the highlight of our day when we get when yeah. we don't know why we die. All right. Well, I, I'm wondering how long this Puritan or whatever, however we're saying this, uh, is going to last. Now, this one, this one's a flying monster. This is this could be a tough one to kill. Right. This could be well, the, you know. Yeah, I think that. Well, and that's where a lot of times the the people who run them, you know, they kind of like you said, if if you they shouldn't be landing, they should be strafing and flying. They shouldn't be just allowing people to get massive hits on them because that. Doesn't make any 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 sense. So heartless, heartless they are heart, heartless, heartless. The paradigm, the, the female paradigm. So yeah. Well, v- very good. Like I said, we uh, enjoy your uh, campaign today, and we're, we'll see you in a few weeks. And again, of course, anytime you want to jump on, just uh, no. you know, I am us, and we'll do just it. Just give me a call. You know that. Uh, absolutely. Hey, hey, uh, tell uh, Jeannie thank you so much, and we'll talk to you real soon. See you, scourge. See you, scourge. Yes, the scourge is. Uh, hey, by the way, you forgot to uh, give Jeannie her title yet. You know. Oh, oh, you, oh my oh. God! That's right. Okay. Well, we can't do that now. We'll do it next uh, week. We gotta do it next I'm week. So disappointed. Well, I don't give us that. will be fun right. next week. Right, Jeannie title. I forgot. Right. Thank you. Tell her, please. We apologize. What, what area is she gonna take though? Vic really seems to be acquiring yeah. much of the big well, sky you, you gotta uh, tell you know us. What? What? I will share the lands of the north. I mean, let her let her administer the uh, north woods, Whoa. and I'll oh, and the I'll north just, woods. Okay. Yes. Like a the, the northern woods. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. We'll do that next well, time. She likes druids, so that yeah, makes the northern sense. woods. I like it. She's sort of like in charge of parks and rec. Right. <laughs> She's like the forester or something. Leisure, leisure, yeah, leisure things, torture and death, like that. Right yeah. in the forest. Yeah. When when people say we're going to send you to the forest, everyone starts screaming. No, we don't want right. to go to the forest. <laughs> no, they they're like, yeah, it sounds good, and then they get there, and it's like, and they're tortured, exactly. and killed. Yeah. Right. By an by by the druid. By the druid, mistress of pain. There. Maybe I love we should it. call her. Wait, what is the uh, what's the head druid? The what? What's the the name? grand druid? Yeah. So she the be great like, druid. She's like the the great druid. Okay. It's like the great pumpkin, which was awesome. <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you very much. We'll t- we'll have a great week. We'll we'll talk. Hopefully, see you next week. Uh, no problem. Talk to you guys later. All right, great. Bye-bye. All right, so um, how would you rate that call? That was pretty good. Great, thanks. That's pretty good. All right, so we have have one last thing we have to do. Um, Now you had suggested from last week that, remember, you went after our chamberlain, most august, uh, from Australia. You broke into his house and stole stuff. 
Yes. And we had folks who were like, really? We can, uh, 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 can, can I be part of this thing? And then you said you wanted to assassinate uh, one it, of our not, patrons. Not, not literally. I think Whereas, you said no. you wanted to assassinate well, one of our patrons. The context clearly suggested that it was just a role-playing assassin. No, no, no actual patron uh, is going to be hurt in okay. this segment. Okay, if you say so. Uh, I, I hope that's the case. I see an ogre thumb. Yeah, so um, we have our dear friend, one of our, uh, our, one of our people, part of the Grog Empire, who um, is, is, wants to be part of this session, which was our new segment, Assassinated Patron. So, uh, hello, how are you? Oh, I gotta get these back on. Good. No, that's no problem. That's no problem at all. We're, uh, we're working through this. Let's see if I see you on the screen. Hold on, I gotta adjust this. Because um, of course, every time you do this, there's always some kind of magic. I don't see your video, Martin, when you get a chance. Nope, not right now. Oh, there it is. Ah, now we see you, that's beautiful. All right, so you're making yourself bigger. I'm going to put you on the screen in three, two, one, boom. Martin, how are you, sir? You're on YouTube. You're on Grog Talk. Thank you for coming I'm on. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on. Oh, excellent. So, Looking forward to being assassinated. And, well, <laughs> well, among other things, you know, that's mm. not the only thing we do here. Um, Great. And, and maybe Martin can tell us a little bit about his background. Yes. With 1E briefly and, and where he's So Martin, how now. did you get into the hobby? First, I, we need to use his appropriate title. He sure. is the master, his most august piety, baron contentious lord of Sweden. I love Thank that. you. Can, and soon of Finland as well. And soon, well, that's oh, right. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, if, if uh, our dear friend uh, doesn't become a patron soon enough, uh, Martin's forces are going to cross uh, the Great Plains uh, through Norway and take over Finland. So, so someone needs to step up in, from Finland and send uh, us money. Okay. Well, soon, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, right. I, I, that's the blunt way of saying it, send money. Right. But the other way is to be part of the Grog Empire. But yeah, that's fine. So, so I think I think Martin should be called, I like the bar- Baron Contentious. The Baron Contentious, I like right? that. The Baron or the Master, or the Master. That's he goes by many well. names. <laughs> yes, he, sure. he is, he, he's by many names. <laughs> so Martin, tell us how you got into the hobby. Um, you know, maybe what was your first... Uh, you know, game that you've uh, and you know, did you take a break off? And, and what are you playing now? Sure. Well, I got, got into the hobby um, 25 years ago, I think, uh, or close enough, mid 90s. Um, I was about 10, 11, I think, uh, and I had uh, I had uh, my mother had read the Narnia books to me when I was uh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, and my uh, about the time when I started with role playing my uh, Dad had uh, introduced me to uh, the Lord of the Rings books and so on. So uh, I was into fantasy, and I, uh, I think a friend had uh, uh, some guy at school had his older brother had a copy of a, uh, an older copy of a Swedish role playing game uh, based on it's called Drakar uh, Demoner, uh, which means dragons and demons, but uh, it's actually cool. more a it's a translation of a uh, basic role playing uh, the system used uh, in um, RuneQuest, for example. Uh, 
So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a fairly different sort of game than than uh, than D and D. But uh, I uh, so I played that and other uh, Swedish role playing games for uh, five six years or something, and then uh, around 2000 I got into. I know I bought uh, third edition Dungeons and Dragons as soon as came out, but uh, uh, in August I think of 2000. But I think I also got a, a an earlier Swedish translation of uh, the Menser uh, basic set. Yeah, uh, yeah. around maybe half a year earlier. So I think that was actually my first, my introduction to, to D&D. And I, the thing is, I, I was, I got into the, to the hobby in the mid-90s, and uh, around that time, you know, it was, uh, I mean, of course, you weren't in, in the hobby at that time, but uh, yeah. around that time, it was like, uh, uh, you know, Vampire was big, and it was, it was all supposed to be, uh, you know, none of this uh, uh, dungeoneering stuff, but it was all supposed to be like existential angst and you know, uh, heavy storytelling right. uh, stuff. And I, I really wasn't into that. And, you know, I, when I played with older guys, they would all, you know, uh, they loathed, you know, the old school dungeon that was all part of the past. And uh, and I, I just thought that the sort of role-playing that went on in the 90s was really not my cup of tea. And I, uh, I, I just thought it would sound much cooler with the old school stuff. So uh, and then yeah, I think around uh, I played the D&D 3rd edition uh, for for uh, um, you know a period of a few years uh, but uh, I think uh, like around 2002 I started getting more you know I started browsing like Dragon's Foot uh, the Dragon's Foot forums on uh, the internet and uh, and was really interested in in uh, the older uh, versions of the game, and uh, I think I think I bought the uh, the three uh, uh, rule books in around 2004, and uh, uh, and I think we tried to play it once, but I I really had a hard time getting into the rules and all that. Uh, and then then I I really from like the mid late uh, 00s to uh, uh, so for a period of about 10 years or a bit more. I really didn't play a lot. I never mm. considered myself to be out of the hobby the way you were. I still bought uh, RPG books, uh, you know, collected stuff, and uh, had toyed with the idea of starting up a, a group, but uh, never really got around to it. And then I, uh, uh, actually, about a year ago, uh, in November last year, I I just got my, you know, my uh, ordinary my my uh, closest uh, group of friends here in, in Stockholm to. You know, just let's just play Dungeons and Dragons, and we've we've played it ever since. We we That's got w- we got over to to uh, first edition AD and D uh, this summer. We played a, a an OSR uh, game previous to that, but we converted the characters and all that to AD and D first edition in this summer. So we've been playing it for half a year about. And, and That's how, wonderful. And how do you how do the other players do you find are they enjoying one E and the style had they played other role playing games? So is one E a new I assume it's a new experience for them. It is, but none of them had ever played any sort of role playing game uh, uh, previous to that. Uh, some of them knew what it was and was sort of interested in playing it. Uh, a few of them had never never heard of the concept before. They were like. Uh, uh, when they when they got here the first time they were like well I don't want to be you know I, I don't want to uh, uh, be late to the game because then everyone else will know the rules and I will lose so they had no concept of of uh, how the game was played and but they were uh, instantly hooked and and now we're 
about a year into the campaign. Wonderful. And I know that Martin shared with us, you know, his work that he's been doing, um, you know, taking first edition and old school role playing and, and writing it in, in Swedish. And yeah, again, he showed yes. us that that, that was, uh, you want to talk about high quality and production. That was amazing. I had no idea, you know, you do the Google Translate to try to figure it out, but there it is. So wow. um, we'll put the link in into the show notes here um, where he's done that, So which is awesome. So why did you get, what compelled you to do that? What was your thing behind that? Well, I was actually, it's, it's quite interesting what uh, I think Carlos Lysing said the first time he was on that. Uh, he made adventures for himself, adventure modules for himself, but he, uh, he did it when he wrote adventure modules. He wanted to make them, you know, uh, uh, nicely laid out and, uh, and all that. Uh, and was it his wife who said that you should just sell these? And uh, I, uh, for me, it was kind of the same thing. I want it was sort of like a pet project. I wanted, uh, uh, I wanted to play first edition Dungeons and Dragons, but for one thing, it's uh, even though uh, my my circle of friends are, are all uh, uh, fairly uh, good at, at English, but uh, uh, but uh, at the same time, there are I kind of dislike playing with using English terms because it feels sure. more like a computer game that way. It feels more like you're talking about uh, World of Warcraft or, or whatever the kids play these days. Uh, so it was partly that, and also partly because some concepts are, are just, uh, it's just a hassle to, to, uh, to translate on the fly. Like, I mean, uh, uh, square feet to square meters is one thing, but cubic feet to cubic meters, mm. you know. And, uh, and also, the third thing, I, I, the problem I have with, uh, of course, AD in the first edition is mostly you know the disposition and the uh, uh, it's it's uh, having to uh, flip between several pages in order to find uh, what I've done in, in my translation is is you know having uh, all the classes uh, each class take up half a page uh, in a two column uh, format so uh, it's it's just uh, having everything easily used at the table. So uh, that was, uh, and it was partly like just a project to to uh, see uh, how well I could do it, and uh, and it's been it's been a fun process. It's taken a long time, but it's uh, I'm uh, I've translated the uh, I've made it uh, a booklet about the first booklet, which is, which is the one that I've uh, shared so far uh, on the website, which is uh, basically character the character creation part from the Play's Handbook. With some stuff from the, the from the Dungeon Master's Guide added, like uh, aging and uh, and so on, and then I've uh, translated mostly like spell levels one through six for uh, for magic user, uh, spells one uh, spell levels one through fourth for the cleric, and uh, uh, quite a few of the monsters. And then I've recently, uh, I'm somewhere in like the early beta stages of the uh, a 20 page booklet containing the combat rules. So okay. that's pretty much where I'm right now. Well, and you know, for some people, the combat rules in Swedish would be easier than the combat rules in the DMG. So we, we may want to just offer them, hey, I don't know how combat works in one first edition. We'll send Martins to him. Mm. Yeah, to we, we may actually want to learn Swedish. Right. I'm sure he's understand. probably made it more simpler than we've done it. Cause we still don't understand it half the time. I can't even figure out the cubic feet 
without yeah. the conversion to meetups. Yeah, that's right. Just, you know? there's, there's a lot to it. Um, are, are you having people help you with this, or is this just the thing you're doing yourself? No, it's, it's just something I'm, I'm doing uh, myself. Um, yeah, basically. My, my guess is you know the rules really well, because I would think having to translate that, because you're going yeah. through line by line, you must be acquiring quite a knowledge. A good of knowledge. Of, that's awesome. Well, well, well uh, just, just uh, uh, let me add there. It's, uh, it's not a translation word by word. Also, right. uh, all right. see people uh, afraid of me uh, using trademarked uh, words and so on. I, I don't, in the uh, published version, use any uh, trademark. Uh, words and also it's not a literal translation it's more of an interpretation so yeah. uh, when it comes to combat and stuff that is that's been uh, deba- been uh, debated for 20 years or something on the internet like initiative rules and so on i make uh, uh, my own interpretations according to my own whims and uh, according to what i feel is is uh, probably closest to 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 uh, rules as written uh, yeah. so it's it, it's uh, it, and it's been reworked and redispositioned, so it's it's not a, a literal translation. But I, I think it's still fairly close, maybe ninety five percent to to rules as written, at least in some interpretation. Yes, right, and I and right, and I, I right, I was thinking more that in order to do sort of the, the restatement of it, you'd have to read it, obviously. All yes, of course, yes, that's word true. by word, just right, and, and that would be, exactly, yeah, that, that's you, true. You and, uh, quite well. And it's been a process. I mean, it's been a process, uh, uh, and that's part of what's been uh, great about the experience. Is uh, I, I wouldn't have learned the rules as well if I hadn't done this uh, translation project. So, so yes, so, I, I think it, yeah, wonderful. I think you know, again, what a what a credit to you to um, try to get people engaged. You know, our whole show is about trying to reduce the mm-hmm. stigma. Of first edition, and you know, take it as you can. So mm-hmm. you're you're removing the language barrier. You know, it's getting, it's it may not it's not there. Uh, folks that you're playing with first uh, language lets them get engulfed, and then they can. You know, you're not saying this is the only way to play it. You're saying this is how I'm taking these rules. I'm making it more accessible. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to read it later and figure it out yourself, that's great. It's a very OSR sure. old school revival kind of of mindset, which is. Let's eliminate the barriers to people playing because they don't, you know, they have to cross-reference 14, 14 books. So, how many Quite. people do you have playing with you? Uh, in my group right now, we're uh, six. Oh, good! Uh, so it's, it's me and, and five, uh, five of my friends and colleagues. Uh, that's, that's a good group. Uh, yeah, so so we're usually around four or five uh, uh, each session. Is, any, is anyone playing a no? No one's playing a gnome. Most what? people are playing uh, humans. They each have uh, two characters, uh, though, which is how we started. Because I, when it, when we started, I was just I just figured that they would uh, one of them would die uh, almost immediately, and the, and they would have at least one left. But it, and it sort of you know uh, lived on. So it's uh, uh, they still have henchmen. So I think they're in their group plot right now. I think they're twelve. Uh, uh, Twelve people fighting it with fighting abilities. Uh, whatever uh, monster they've they've captured and charmed, uh, uh, and some uh, like uh, torch carrier type. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, no one's playing a gnome. I think there used to be a, an elf, but she died. There's a there's a dwarf that was created last time. That's the closest okay. thing. I'm afraid. Sorry. Well, no party's perfect. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so, and I guess apparently the way you say gnome in Swedish is gnome. Gnome. Sounds awesome. That is gnome. Awesome. 
Gnome. You pronounce the, you pronounce the G. The G. No wonder his translation's easy. It's the same right. thing. As opposed to a dwarf, which is uh, a little bit different. Dvarag. Dvarag. Oh, see, there you go. Uh, okay. And what, That's awesome. which, uh, which uh, in the ta- term does Dvarag uh, sound like? Uh, I don't know. Say it again. Dvarag. Dvarag. Dwarves. That's an elf to me. Uh, Dvarag. maybe? Dwarga. Oh, yes. That's right. Dwarga. What's a Dwarga? See, the, unfortunately for my friend Dan, his experience really, 81, 82, he's, mm-hmm. he, it falls off. That's the dra- gray dwarves. What? The gray <coughs> dwarves. They're yes, in, they're in, yes, they're, they're, okay, here. Oh, come on. It's a Monster Manual 2, which should be in canon. Oh. Excuse us, Martin. I, Wait, I think you're confused. You mean the Surf Nebulon, don't you? No, that's a deep gnome. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which is, which, is, which is even more ridiculous than a normal gnome. Well, aren't those in the, uh, well, wait, I shouldn't say it, because that, aren't you getting to Surf Nebulon in your campaign? At uh, some point, wait, and, Dr- and Drurgar, that's the, the Drurgar. They're like, they're evil, they're evil, mm-hmm. they're evil. Encountered uh, race of evil, do- seldom encountered, very rare. They're in right. the so D they, series, I think. They are, that's correct. Oh, yeah. they are? Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's not just Surf Nebulon. Wait, why can't I be a Drurgar if I can be a Surf Nebulon? You can be. I can be under under the book that shall not the be named. The book that shall not this be named. This is confirming why this book shall remain unnamed. That's right. It's the book that shall I not be named. I can be a Dwerger, yes. player character. A Drow, you could be too. They're rarely encountered. Don't they live deep down well, in Well, apparently the... they the one ventures out. You get brings, lost. Brings a certain Evelyn and a Drow, and you can be them. They do get penalties up in the upper area because they, they're, they're averse to light. Okay. It's every day is evergreen with you, isn't it, Dan? You learn something new every day. I do. It's, like, great. it's like it's 1986. It is. It is uh, 1986. So <laughs> it's like that's, it's like 1986. Everything's new. Every All right. That's All it. That's happening. Well, so uh, Martin uh, has, 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 has wanted to, uh, again, um, so as we talked about assassins, ha- do you have anyone who plays assassins in your uh, party? Or have you yes. had them? What's your thoughts on them? I have one, and as I was uh, uh, inquiring uh, on the sh- live chat, I have one assassin uh, who was evil, uh, but uh, in, I don't quite remember how, but uh, in some way she was magically, uh, uh, mag- magically uh, she got a magical alignment change. So she's uh, yes. now, uh, I think, neutral good or something. Uh, and uh, I was... Uh, f- f- for my part, I don't think there is any problem with uh, with uh, letting her keep the uh, uh, her class, but uh, of course, since it's specified that it's uh, the class is reserved for for evil characters, uh, I was inquiring how others, uh, what rulings other people made uh, regarding that. But we have one assassin, and uh, uh, she hasn't really been assassinating anyone in the. Uh, um, uh, using the assassin table, uh, except for you know slaying uh, defenseless enemies, but uh, but I'm sure we'll get there sooner or later. Yeah, yeah I, I say I say you're I, I'd say you're a thief now. Yeah, I, I think you know there's there's pros and cons to that discussion. The question becomes how do they go forward? You know, you as the DM would have to say, um, you know, can, can they can they. You, because eventually, assassin has to run assassin's guild. You can't get up to a certain level. That's the way I right. would adjudicate it. I wouldn't right. change their assassin that they couldn't do an assassination. The question is, what would be 
okay for them to do now that they're a good assassin. Why right. would they assassinate people? Well, just like a paladin murders people, there would have to be the right reason. I think yes. the biggest issue is they would, I would argue, they, after a while, you couldn't get up, how would they get training? Or how would they go up mm-hmm. into the assassin's Exactly. Uh, at some point, they, I would rule that they could not get any higher level. I don't know That's what level point. that would be, but, you know, what, I think it's uh, ass- 11 to, I think it's, uh, right. in order to get Pro- to level 14, is it? Well, chief assassin or prime assassin or something like that, at some point they would not be able to move up because their morality would not allow them to assassinate other people, nor would they take on the responsibilities of the guild. You're directing orders. People are coming to you and saying, I want the prince killed. Right. And you're taking Uh, that challenge, usually. Uh, In order for, for, this is Police Handbook, page 30. In order for an assassin character to gain experience levels above the 13th, Prime assassin, yeah. he or she must have the requisite experience points and then either assassinate the local guildmaster assassin, 14th level, or challenge him or her to a duel to the death, etc. Yeah. So, well, that's, I would agree. I would uh, need a very uh, legitimate explanation to uh, uh, why uh, uh, the character in question uh, would still, you know, uh, be organized in, a, uh, assass- in a, an assassin's and, guild and so on. And, the, and then on the other flip side, I would put. If they were too low a level where they couldn't self-train, because it says, you know, it's very difficult to train uh, past, uh, you know, unless you got exceptional rating for your thing. Mm-hmm. It, it would be challenging. You know, it depends. It, I, I think the player, if you have a good player, you could work through it, but um, I wouldn't just automatically give it. It would be a hassle. Yeah. And right. ultimately... Um, if you have good players, that's what makes it fun. You want, you know, that's what makes the dumb character or the good assassin interesting. But it mm-hmm. has to be played the right way. A lot of players, at least in our campaigns, they wouldn't see that as an opportunity to, to create a unique character. They would see it as, oh, how am I getting training now? Because I got to go to the evil place. And maybe par- as part of the training, you have to go assassinate, you know, the old lady or something like that. And, and <laughs> yeah. I can't. Room. Right, with the broom. Yes, Make exactly. it look like she fell or something like that. So. <laughs> a, sweeping, a, sweep, a sweeping accident. Right. That's what's great about the illusion. Well, we were talking about that. Yeah, The illusionists know. You don't know how they died. They're just laying on the ground. Right. Uh, so, uh, so, again, thanks to our new Assassinated Patron uh, special. Yes. Um, we just learned how, uh, it, how, you know, how assassins can do it. So... Uh, Martin, um, you know, do you have a character that you play right now? Do you play? Are you just the DM at this point? I'm just a referee uh, at the moment. Okay. Now I think Martin is. So he's from Sweden. He is from Sweden. I think he's like a. Th- he's kind of like a third level fighter. I see. Okay. Like, don't you see someone like kind of you know from the northern? Right. Very places. stereotypical. Right. From the Thank uh, you. That's right. you know, like uh, Fafford. Fa- very Fafford. Well, Fafford, Fafford is more than third level. If you look at no, who I know Fafford is, but he was third level at some point. Oh, that's true. Right? He's also like more. Yeah, he's a, a dual class at least. Yeah. He's a, a fighter uh, bard, right? I don't know what, what it's well, what he is in the DG G, but he's yeah. a skald. And they had different the alignments actually. Fafford and the Grey Master were given hmm. different alignments, which I thought was interesting. Right? Is what New Han? New Han. Yeah, I can't. We can't assassinate Fafford. Number one, we'd fail, wouldn't we? Right. It should be. Well, he's a but hero. He's not a level. deity. I know he's a hero. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's in. But he's in here. He's a hero. He is a fifteenth level ranger, a thirteenth level thief, 
and your memory mark is very good. A fifth level bard. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, and he's a He's bard. a scald. Don't you remember from the books? Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's trained as a scald. That's why he have a very high-pitched voice. Oh, it's, it's, it's been a while. Um, and he is, uh, he's neutral good. Whereas the gray right. mouser is, okay. is neutral. So, um, so here's, here's what I think we need to do. So Martin, um, you're a third level fighter. You're, you're living in the fictional city of, of Stockholm now. And in he's, our, in hmm? uh, he's in a yurt. He's in a yurt. Actually, I'm in Visby uh, on the Visby. Isle of Gotland in the Baltic Sea because uh, that's where I'm launching my uh, invasion of Finland. Ah, ah wonderful. Ah. And so actually oh. Dan has been hired by the Finns yes. Yes. To, to try to stop this. And, and quietly, course. because if, of course if you fail, this provoked attack would cause even more uh, more civil war. I mean, a war, a war, a war oh, would happen. Maybe we've, yeah, maybe we've hired this assassin of the Grog Khan Empire because yes. we're concerned about. Right. A right. lot of intrigue. There's a lot of intrigue going on. Of intrigue going on. So, right. um, so, Dan, you have to explain. He's in his war camp. He's just. Is he in a yurt? I don't know. Is he in a yurt, a, a tent of some kind? I'm sure it is. No, I, I'm behind walls in the uh, in the walled medieval town of Visby. Uh, and of uh, course, I'm I'm on guard for assassins because I that I would expect nothing less from the Finns. Ex exactly. The, oh well, I uh, I'm gonna I, I want to infiltrate as a spy. Okay. I want to like make believe like I'm like a, a servant. Right. So okay. Well, you have to explain to me what you're doing. Right. You're trying to uh, uh, infiltrate the town of Visby into the castle. Uh, you're trying to get to Martin, who is one of the is a great commander who's going to launch his. Forces. This is the. Uh, so what? Do, how are you getting I, into I the castle? I am going to portray myself as a servant boy. Okay. Seeking work. Seeking I'm work. James the servant boy. James. This is a prequel. Ah, uh, this is a prequel. I love it. <laughs> okay. So you're going to try to espionage your way in. Yes, I'm going to try to become a. Yes, I'm going to okay. portray myself as a servant boy. So you're just. Are uh, are you? What is your intent in this? My intent. Right. Well, on spying. Yes. What is your intent on spying? My intent is to find, determine where what how, what traps have been laid, when he's most vulnerable, when he sleeps. I want to know his entire routine. Okay. So that I would consider a difficult task for because it's missions to do formulate plans, maps. It, it requires you're going to gain confidence of someone because you're going to need to be sneaking around and doing some and, of that. And let's understand how important this is. We didn't see this coming. But this is gonna this is gonna determine whether Finland's over. I mean, this is right. this is this is world changing. Potentially world changing. It is. Right. It is. Okay. Well, eventually we would have to use the siege rules. We may have to pull out the battle system, which is over here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, right. The battle master. We just system. keep going. Right. We're gonna keep going. We should just nonstop. Just okay. the Grogcon or Grog Talk just keeps it's, going. It's like, going. A, it's like a twenty-four hour. It's a twenty-four yes. hour channel. Yes. Okay. Right. So this is a difficult thing. So it's five to forty days. This will take. So roll 5d8. This is how many days it's going to take. Rolling and flipping. Rolling, rolling and flipping. And fl That's right. Okay, how many times are rolling this? Five times. Four, eight, nine, oh, 17, 24. 24. So it's going to take 24 days. So you wow. leave. Well, you, and you may have come from Denmark and s right. taken a sailing right. ship up there. Right. You know, you, there may have been an intermediary. Because right. obviously coming from Finland directly, that's a... That's an alert. And I'm disguising myself as right. a servant boy. I don't know what, what right. a servant boy looks like. But well, he kind of looks like you. 
except with a loincloth. I mean, you're scrawny and thin. Actually, you fit. You, I'm actually, t- I'm actually, t- I'm t- too scrawny you, and short. I need you look to too good, like a increase my height a little. I'll be a little right. stronger. So, what level of? I look uh, like an elderly man. What, well, what level? How much money is Finland paying to try to assassinate Martin? Let's start with that, because this will determine your level. Okay. How, how much, much are they going to pay? Now, how much are they going to pay for this? Oh, how much are they going to pay? Yeah, how much oh, do they pay? Oh, right, 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 right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Because I don't want you to say what level, because you'll right. be like, I'm a grandmaster. All right, one or two is going to be in the tens, three or four is in the hundreds, five or six is in the thousands. Okay. Oh, it's in the thousands. Okay, how much are they paying? Okay, I'll tell you right now. All right, I'm going to do a D12. 4,000 gold pieces. 4,000 gold pieces. Awesome. Okay, well, that's roughly, uh, you're an 11th level assassin. Oh, this is going to be, oh, Wow, they're not messing around, friend. Martin. You're being, you're... Well, he's a, taking over Finland. Right, this is a big deal. Trying to. So a senior assassin is being dispatched to oh, do this. Oh, I'm like born. Right, so you have a 65% chance of being successful in your reconnaissance. I'm a gnome illusionist assassin. No, you're not. You know. you're, okay, fine, you're a gnome illusionist assassin. It's the greatest of all yeah, it is, it is the greatest. I'm a gnome illusionist assassin, so I'm, I'm, I'm disguising myself as a human. I'm not okay. a gnome anymore. A very short. Okay, <laughs> and, I, and Martin has already said there are uh, precautions. Strong precautions, security checks on individuals, counter spy. Are you using any counter spies, Martin? Of course, but they're mostly uh, uh, they're mostly based in Finland. Ah, so uh, my counter espionage uh, at uh, Gotland proper is is, is uh, limited. Okay. Well, I'm going to roll a. Pr- I'm going to give they you. A, be on, you mean the mayor to be on to me? You may be dead at sea. You I may like have... I show up there. Yeah, that's right. The boat does it. I'm like a little gnome in a boat, and there's like a, a dragon, <laughs> a higher dragon turtle, just gonna. Right. Let's see if they determine. Could happen. Oh, so you have you have uh, about a week before you have been uh, your spy network has identified that your um, that an attempt on your life is coming. So that clearly makes this chance of being detected oh. very high. Okay, so. Let's start with your chance of success. So roll percentages. You want to roll less than 65% to see if you're successful in your... In my what? In your uh, spying. I got it. Wow. 84. You, you, uh, you failed at the success. Now we have to see if you're a chance of discovery. <laughs> it's not going well. Right, it's not. So roll percentages again. Okay, I've memorized invisibility. Okay. Change self. Right. Um, all right. 42. Oh, this is not good. So uh, uh, Martin Spy Network has identified you coming. You start and, and you have been detected. Now roll percentages. 52. 52. Okay. So at this point, uh, you, were, you were caught in a suspicious act. <laughs> <laughs> That's being a gnome. That's in a normal. Human, you're being yeah. a gnome in a human area. Yeah, right. You've been imprisoned. And, oh. and wait a minute. Uh, and so, and, and there's a, there's an asterisk here. If counter spies are employed, they will give the spy false information and follow him, her to find out where she came from. And so now I'm going to say some of Martin's spies have given you false information. You follow them, and now they're going to ambush you. Oh, so in other words, I'm not nice. imprisoned. So what's yes. happened is they're like, oh yeah, you need to go here. Right. And like, they oh, thank you. Right. That's good info. That's right. So they are going to try to so, assassinate you, and then you can try to. So do this segment was I was supposed to be assassinating, right. doing the assassinating, and right. I'm getting assassinated. That's right. Exactly. The tables how? have been turned. That's right. That's how it works here. Oh, man. First edition. This guy's good. I love it. Wow. Yeah. All so right. you are now being assassinated. You turn the corner, following these. Do we need, do we need to call Vic? Bring Vic back. No. In? Yeah. Vic. 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 Vic would kill you with an earwig. 
that, that segment's passed already. <laughs> okay. So you follow these two things who you thought were contacts that were going to help you get into right. Martin's castle. You turn the corner, and you are waylaid by, uh, you're, you yourself are being assassinated. Because so I look you, around, I'm like, where are you? I'm like, hey, guys, where are you? Right. Guys? Right, guys, and all of a sudden you are. I'm in a dark alley. You're waylaid by the assassin. A now dark we, alley with now like we a need red to figure dragon. out the level of the assassin. Well, well, how much would you pay to assassinate the assassin? Oh, he's taking a uh, I would pay at least as much. That depends. Would I know how much uh, uh, the Finns have paid to to? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give that. I'm going to make that an espionage check based on mm. your spies figuring out that. That's a good point. All right, so let me roll percentages. Yes, 39. You clearly know that. You know it's in the thousands of, uh, what is it, Kronar? What's the uh, f- f- yes, official? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's well, it's, 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 it's euro in Finland, so yeah. I, I suspect oh, they, they, pay they paid in euro, so now, but yes, you'd be exactly. paying in Kronar. So. Exactly. Still so, kind of an insultingly low sum uh, right. to have me killed. Right, so how much do you want to sp- spend to counter-assassinate uh, Well, I'd spend the, the, same, the same amount. Right. For, so okay. So you, a another eleventh level assassin is going to assa- try to assassinate you. Okay. Uh, okay. So fourth. So that means we have to roll the assassination table. He's got surprise, right. and we'll see uh, the chance of being assassinated. What? And we're flipping. And we're, we're flipping. flipping. We're rolling it. Okay. Flipping. Here we go. You're an eleventh level. He's an eleventh level. Fifty-fifty chance. He's using a poison so blade. Are you rolling? Of course I am. Okay. He's using so a poison blade. All right. So that and means he's using he's using anyway. a dagger. So he's going to shiv you with the dagger, and you and you may have to make a save regardless. Okay. Am I? Is he like minus two because I'm so small? Is he like an ogre assassin? Uh, you know that's a good question. He's um, <laughs> a Finn. He's a Finn. So that's ogres? Really minus for the two. irony of it. Okay. He's a Finn. He's a Finnish so assassin. Yeah. He's a human. All right. Okay. Under fifty, insta death. If not. You may take damage. He's a fin. Oh, he's working on the inside. Right. Oh my. Yeah, he, he, that's like why you've been traitor. betrayed. Wow, I've been betrayed by one of my own. Yes. Come on out. No, ninety nine. Does he stab ah, himself? Does he assassinate himself? No, but he 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 he's in fact that much. I'm going to make a roll to hit. I don't think he could poison you that way. He'd have to hit you. But you do. said it's on. All right. Well. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter you if I fail the assassination table. Yeah, question, now you have to roll for save. Uh, yes, is, is, it was a, a gnome uh, illusionist assassin. Is it that's that eleventh uh, uh, level assassin and oh. which level illusionist, or is oh. it just? Uh, oh, that's a good point. Well, that's eleven a good point. level stuff. Oh, I can only go up to I think like eight. Yeah, seven some, or eight. somehow we we, I'm we gonna got, cap out. Mm. We, we screwed that up. You can only be an eighth level assassin mm-hmm. and a seventh level illusionist. So that's how you see. Right. He wrote the book. He knows. He did. He does wrote the book. Yeah. But uh, so um, he he missed, but you do have to make your save All right. versus poison. Eighteen. Well, that's good. That's good. You saved, but you did take damage from the dagger. Two. So are we rolling initiative. I'm getting the heck out of here. No, we're not rolling initiative. You I'm you fleeing. you you escape with your life. But uh, you flee into the waters. I like yeah. All right, I cast invisibility or something. Uh, and, but your attempt was foiled. All right. And you'll have to do a better plan. And at this point, Martin. And his fleet They're is coming. sailing They're, towards yeah. Finland. Yes. Right? You are a marked man, because a marked gnome. I'm a marked gnome. You are you are wanted Indeed. for death. Could, you are wanted for death in two countries. That could be a new segment. To mm-hmm. kill a gnome. To kill a gnome. We just kill a random gnome. <laughs> you are you are you are a thing. So you escaped you escaped your assassination. You are a live to tell the day, and now your your uh, armies are now moving towards, and, w- and we'll have to adjudicate. 
whether you're successful in uh, seizing Finland uh, back for the Swedes. So, well, thank you, Martin. This was really fun. I thank hope you, you enjoyed it. Uh, we really appreciate I you sure coming did. on. And uh, anytime you. you want to come on, you just, you know, you, I'm on, we're on Twitter at Grog Talk. Oh, you're our last guest. You have to roll D10 for how well our, our oh, session did. Uh, Do you have a D10? Hang on. Wait one second. Sure. No problem. And how are we doing? How are we doing on time? It's, it's time to go. It's, it's 11.20. Time to, end. time to wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. I think it's a pretty, uh, I, I think this show felt like a, uh, honestly, this felt, show felt like an eight to me. How did it feel to you? I felt it was really good. We had, we had Martin, we had did two namings right. to the Grog Empire. We had Vic on, who killed us incomprehensibly. In, in, in right. okay, we had Martin on. The moment who, of truth is here. All right. Here it is. And here it is. Roll the D10. Tell us what you get. I'm giving a plus one regardless. A 10. Ten. It's a, it's Virtual high five. That's right. This went to eleven. This show Spinal Tap. Yes, the episode awesome. that went to eleven. Congratulations. Can that so, be the title maybe the episode that went to eleven. Okay, I, I can do that. I think I can do that. Uh, <laughs> All right. Because anything you do is just more work for me. So exactly. I just the, the episode that goes to eleven. Episode that goes to eleven. The Outstanding. Best, the best Grog Talk episode ever. That's it. So of course it is. So, of course. So, so, Martin, anytime you want to be on, just send us a note. If there's a topic, you know, obviously we appreciate you on the chat, but if there's something sure. you want to talk about, you know, we're always fascinated. We're so thankful that we have folks like you in other countries because, you know, when we started this almost a year ago, we didn't think we'd, anyone would this. But the fact that the whole, we have an international community is super great. It's yeah. awesome. Keeping first edition alive. And oh. um, go ahead. Yeah, uh, one last thing. Uh, uh, thank you for, 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 uh, for that. Uh, I have one suggestion, uh, if Good. you don't uh, mind. Sure. And that is uh, my, the campaign that we're currently playing, which is Anomalous Subsurface Environment. It's uh, oh, really? an, excellent, an excellent uh, adventure module, or well, uh, uh, so far released in two uh, modules. And it's, uh, uh, I think, the first one, which is the one I have printed out here, it's, uh, fro- it was released in 2011 by a gentleman named Patrick Whitmore. Okay. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, an, it's for Labyrinth Lord uh, originally, oh, Labyrinth but, uh, Lord? Yeah. but it's okay. uh, fairly, uh, of course, fairly easy to, to convert to uh, AD&D. And it's, uh, if you like, it's a very Gonzo-style uh, science fantasy uh, wizards with uh, laser guns fighting uh, elves and dinosaurs Perfect. and uh, and robots and so on. If you, if you're into that kind of stuff, it's it's excellent. It's, uh, it's super funny. It's uh, it's uh, weird. It's it's very much um, uh, Thundar the Barbarian uh, yeah. mixed with some uh, 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 Rolf Bakshi's wizards uh, and so on. So if you're if you like that kind of stuff, if you don't mind. Uh, uh, you know, wizards and robots and laser guns and uh, that sort of thing mixing. It's an excellent adventure. Yeah. I'd love to maybe sometime in the future uh, do a more proper review of that one. Wonderful. That's, uh, I, I wholeheartedly recommend it. So can you hold up one more time for us? Sure, so that, of course. And it's A11, ASE1, uh, Anomalous Subsurface Environment. Surface AS, environment. ASE1. So that is our suggestion for today, brought to you by Martin. Our dear friend, our part of the Grog Empire. He is, as of course, known as the master, his most august piety, baron, contentious lord of Sweden. And maybe, Thank you. and maybe of Finland. We'll find out. The, 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 the die has been cast. So if you it are sure Finnish has. and you want to rest- restore honor to your nation, 
join join the Grog Empire, and then we would have to maybe they could carve up Norway, and they'll have to decide what they're going to do with that. Right. So, so uh, Martin, thank you so much. So on Thanks, behalf Martin. of Grog Talk, thank I'm you. James. Thank you for having me on. And uh, you all, everyone, have a great week, and we'll see you next week on Grog Talk. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye bye. See ya. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.